welcome back to the Field Craft Survival Podcast. I am your host today. I am George, and with me is Raul. Hello, hello. How are you, how are you doing, Raul? Great, dude. Other than being on the road all the time, which is a good problem to have, right? Because yeah. we're, we're crushing it with training. Um, yeah, we're just everywhere. I think I'm home for like one day this week, one yeah. day next week, and then back on the road. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it's the good fight, man. We're training a bunch of great people, and the feedback's been phenomenal. So it's good. It's good to be out there. It's good to be selling out every course, which, which leads into this. If you have not signed up for stuff, especially towards... I mean, we're already sold out for June, already sold out pretty much for July. If there's stuff you guys want to do, I suggest getting on to the August, uh, August, in the August courses or even the um, September stuff that's going on and just be on the lookout for a bunch of the new classes for the last quarter of the year. Subscribe to our a mailing list that's yep. on our newsletter. page, yep. newsletter, right? And then uh, I've been saying that a lot because it's really helpful. Yeah. Um, and then and then follow us on IG because we post on our stories all the time, all the classes. You can swipe up and then um, sign up. But I get hit up all the time. People are like, hey, how many uh, slots are left for this? How many slots? I was like, hey, there's about like two or three. I said, but you got to basically like, buy You can't one. wait. Yeah. You have to invest. Yeah. It's an investment. You yeah, know? Yeah. Well, I remember one day to the next, uh, and I'll use Denver, uh, July 11th and 12th as an example. There was 12 slots one day, right? Mm-hmm. And then the next day an email comes in hey how many slots and i was like i think 12 and then i look and there's four and then there's none <laughs> yeah it just goes by that so fast. if it if it does not say sold out just buy it yeah that's I the mean, best that's what advice you have to do, you yeah know? So. um cool and then on the ranges you guys will get to see my now newly tricked out triarch g17 pictures uh, oh huge huge shout out to my boy chris from ttog underscore llc um, follow him on instagram he uh he hooked it up with one of those they're hard to find right now because you know the whole gun craze stuff mm-hmm. so i was able to to secure uh, a trijicon sro put that bad boy on mm-hmm. it's fully mounted it's zeroed in mm. man it it shoots so well um he ran me through some you know basic optic or basic um red dot stuff and yeah we're rocking and rolling with that thing so if you guys want to shoot it again it's a triarch systems gun it's it's fantastic i'll let you guys grab it at any class if we're there together uh you guys can shoot it and tell me what you think and give me honest feedback so triarch systems uh huge shout out to those guys for putting together really great guns and you know i'm highlighting the pistol right now because that's what i've been having a lot of fun with um their carbines are great too oh yeah so i know I was gonna, I was gonna hit up Chris from Triarch and be like, "Hey, my little brother in Chicago just picked up uh, a Triarch from them, which is cool, right?" So, hope you use the code. And I did. I made sure. I was like, "Little bro, drop, <laughs> uh, drop our company code because it's important, right?" Uh, we all support each other. So, if you guys are interested and you want to save five percent on a Triarch Systems build, drop code Fieldcraft, one word, Fieldcraft, and you'll save five percent. Nice. Yeah. Next up, we have Killcliff.com. Killcliff.com, check them out. They're uh, Yum. energy drink. Uh, I just, I, I, I don't, like, I just love it, you know? I, I, I started the Killcliff Challenge. It's trademarked. Don't try to steal it. <laughs> Somebody's going to steal it. <laughs> I know. But uh, great company. They support the uh, Navy SEAL Foundation. Anytime you're supporting a veteran organization, giving back to families and service members, uh, you can't go wrong with that. Uh, we we really support that that mission as well. Um, but, you know, to go over their drinks, you know, they have like kind of the pre-workout Ignite. Uh, it has about 150 uh, uh, grams of uh, caffeine. Then during your workout, you want to keep going, get that extra 
pump, get the extra rep in, take their indoor, you drink it during the workout. And then at the end, you got the recover uh, drink. Uh, I love the recover drinks. They also have them in CBD. They got, uh, what, three flavors now, CBD? Yeah, but the only one that matters. The only one that matters is, is goat. goat. <laughs> Greatest <laughs> of all time. But check them out at killcliff.com. We drink them. We love them. We probably too drink too many of them, but hey, they're you know they're packed with electrolytes, B vitamins, and uh, none of that nasty other ingredients that all these other uh, drinks have. So check them out, killclub.com. We have a coupon code. It's survival10, all one word, survival10. Save 10% on every order. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much how we roll with Kill Cliff. You know, hashtag Kill Cliff Challenge. Check them out. Has that even picked up as a thing? I don't think so, I don't man. Know. I, I've but tried. I, I reached dude, out. Every day in the gym, you would do it. Yeah. And I would get through those work. Yeah. I mean, it actually, I mean, I, I'm always like <laughs> supplements and like, you know, taking all this stuff. Yeah, I'm like, something. it doesn't, it doesn't really, like to me, I'm like, oh, why do I need that? Right. But this stuff right here, I mean, we've been, we did those hard workouts. Yeah. Those, those stations. Dude, and those, that was a lot of fun. Everything. And it, it got me through it, man. I, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and lie. Because it did get me through those, you know, those workouts. So nah, dude, you 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 would take those and it would be like a different human being. <laughs> it was like George plus one. Yep, like that's all I need. Level up. That's all I need. <laughs> uh, so I I'm actually going to run down to Tier Tactical and pick up a, a new gun belt. Ooh, nice. So yeah, I'm just gonna go down there and get fitted um, because uh, they're sizing, right? It's mm-hmm. like it's very important to get the right stuff, and I'm in between sizes, so I need to go down there and check it out. But I'll be down there hopefully sometime soon, especially with all these law enforcement classes we're about to start launching and oh, doing. Yeah. We have a bunch on the books, and now with our partners, where we're gonna from Fieldcraft, we're paying our partner training companies, or not necessarily partners, but people that we're affiliated with and that we know, we're gonna pay them to train law enforcement for free. Nice. So all this stuff that we're doing. Um, Tier Tactical puts out a great product. So we run their plate carriers. We run their belts. I just need to get a different belt, and I'm going to go down there and do that. And that their, their gunfighter belt's just awesome, man. It's mm-hmm. lightweight, easy to work with, put everything on the way you want it. And then I can take that to classes, and cops can see oh, yeah. that, and they can make decisions for themselves, exactly. right? Because that's that, the idea. And that plate carrier. I wore that thing <laughs> all day when we were in Colorado mm-hmm. training. Uh, I forget what unit it was, but... Uh, Dude, it, it felt like I was just wearing like a little like a like a little sweater vest or something. You know what I mean? It was so comfortable. It was like they're so it was cozy. It was so like the plates. I, I took the plate. Out. I can't imagine like the plate that light can save my life with like you know seven six two right to the chest, and I'm not. I'm and like, it doesn't weigh anything. It doesn't weigh anything. Yeah, it's so yeah. cool. I'm a fan of the ceramic stuff. Um, I know a lot of people prefer the steel, but everybody's got their own jam, right? That's how oh, I yeah. feel. I mean, that's how I feel about the tactical training industry, dude, to be honest. Um, you know what? Let me drop Let me drop our code for, for tier tactical before I get into that rant. <laughs> um, if you guys are looking to get good quality, hand-stitched, handmade, um, again, all-American, um, in-house in Arizona, right down the road from us, tiertactical.com. Tier Tactical has um, some of the best gear, and you can drop code FIELDCRAFT and save an astonishing 15 percent 15 is that's a joke. great code man and yeah. they really want their products in the hands of everybody not just law enforcement not just military guys so even the the, the weekend shooters and the guys who just want to put a, a good setup together uh check it out and drop that code it, it definitely helps i know i helped a guy on on my personal instagram raul.martinez.junior mm-hmm. uh i answered a dm and I, I gave him the code and he showed me a screenshot of him just purchasing some of their gear and nice. it's, it's awesome to see uh, that we can make that impact and give people quality stuff. Uh, but in purchasing stuff and in purchasing training, uh, my philosophy with what the tactical world is doing, if 
if somebody's putting out information that draws you to them, hey man, it's your money. Spend it how you oh, want. Yeah. So exactly. if you want to train with one guy or you want to train with somebody completely different yep. from a different uh, genre or type of training, go do it. It doesn't matter. Ultimately, it's your money. Nobody should dictate how you spend your money. Uh, just make sure that at the end of the day, you understand what you're learning, mm-hmm. right? And then take what you need and take or, and put out what you don't need. So if you go to a class and it turns out that you didn't like anything about it, at least you learned something. You learned that that's not for you, right? So uh, that's my advice on tactical training. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. I like it. Yeah, dude. I, I like I, it. I, it's like just there's enough to go around. People, oh, yeah. people do oh, weird, yeah. weird stuff, and there's these weird egos and drama. There's the egos just got to go, man. all of that, dude. Ugh, it's oh, rough. I can't stand that. Yeah. Talk about talk about Casey Highlights, dude, because I know they're up here as well, just like so, Tier Tactical. Yeah, Casey Highlights. Uh, you can find them at CaseyHighlights.com. Um, they are an off-road, or not even off-road. They're just uh, everything. Yeah, right? they're it's everything. Like multi-purpose lights for your uh, your rigs. They got spotlights. They got light bars. They got pod lights. They got rock lights. They got lights you can mount anywhere you need to get that. You know, if you're camping, off-roading, or just want to, you know, make sure you have a lot more light uh, on your vehicle. They have every every light imaginable to light up the night. I mean. Great products, great people, family-oriented company. They've been around for 50 years. Uh, what more can I say? I mean, I see the Casey highlights, and you can see it from a mile away because you know that brand is going to be here. Uh, quality uh, products as well. We do have a coupon code for them, Fieldcraft, one word, Fieldcraft. You save 10% on your purchase. Check them out. If you need lights for your rig or for your car or for your Razor, for your scooter, for your motorcycle, they have Many options that could probably fit any vehicle. So check them out at caseyhighlights.com. But do they have night lights for children? I bet you if I bet you I can get pod lights and mount them on a big oh, wheel. You know that'd what be I mean? cool with the little Casey logo yeah. and shit. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be fun. Awesome. Uh, who else do we have? Uh, great sponsors that we work with. Uh, Uncana. Uncana is a good one. Oh, dude. I, I'll tell you what. I've been, <laughs> we've been, since we've been in working with Uncana. I've been using their salve. Me and uh, Sarah been using their salve, like all of our inks of pains. Um, I, we were moving those railroad ties the other day, and I like yep. it was so heavy and awkward. I hurt my neck and my back, like it was just sore. I got that stuff rubbed on there, and it worked. It, it started taking that pain away. So I did it every night for the last two nights, and I'll tell you what, it, it relaxes you, it calms you. Uh, they also have the uh, the gel caps that you take daily, and then the uh, the uh, what is it the the oil, the the tincture, whatever, uh, and the drop it, you know, well, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, dude. Those, that, it's just so, and, and you know, I was talking to somebody else about these these droppers that that help, and I use the whole dropper once mm-hmm. a day. Yeah, I do instead that too. of like you know how many ever drops it says, I use the whole dropper once mm-hmm. a day, and it's it's like you said, it's calming, it's soothing, yeah. it, it hooks it up, and, and, and it helps with inflammation. Yeah, you know, so why wouldn't you want that? For why sure. why take ibuprofen when it's gonna mess up your guts? When you can just take a little little plant yeah, based, all that's, natural. That's what I'm saying. And just man. take it. It's it. You got to take it every day for it to work. Yeah, that's you how you. It's you a have to build change. that. You, you have, have to build, build that it, like yeah. um, the routine for your body. Yeah. It's like people don't get that. Like even with vitamins or a supplement, you don't just get the effects day no, one. You, like yeah. a first, the, a full cycle just to get it into your system is like two to three weeks yep. before it actually starts taking true effect. So uh, if you're consistent with a product and it's a good product, I guarantee stuff will be happening oh, yeah. uh, that's good for you. And with uh, with Uncana, if you guys want to grab some of their products. Um, Use code Fieldcraft twenty and save a 20%. big twenty percent there. Shout out to Uncana, um, yeah, v- veteran owned for uh, sure. The owner's a former Ranger Battalion guy, great guy, uh, just very nice. I, I mean, 
I just like nice people. I'm, For sure. I think I'm attracting nice people. Yeah. This uh, Well, that's why their product is growing so well because yeah. they're just genuine folks. Yeah. And uh, it's growing a lot faster than people would have thought. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know we had a conversation with them a while back when there was like this stall in production. Yeah, and there was like this whole the law shit. Yeah. Um, but all that's squared away now and they're running and gunning and everything's oh, yeah. it's working out really well for them. So that's yeah. awesome. Check them out on Canada.com, variety of CBD products. Uh, go natural. Let's go. <laughs> go natural. I like that. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to throw a, a quick shout out to um, Palm Beach Tactical, Manny from, from Palm Beach Tactical down in uh, Boca Raton, Florida. If you guys need anything and you're in that area, great guy to pick up guns, gear, you name it. Um, their staff is awesome. So check them out if you're if you're in the area. And uh, yeah. Who do we who do we have on uh, on the podcast today? Oh, I have a, a friend, Ken Ramos. He, Un amigo. That's Spanish for a friend. Yeah, he's my amigo and uh, mi amigo, right? Is that how you say that? Mi amigo, my friend. My friend, Ken Ramos. He's how, about, a, how about our amigo? Yeah, he's our which amigo. Which would be el amigo de nosotros. Oh, that sounds fancy. You like that? Yeah. Dude, this radio voice. It's, I know. It's, I'm, I've been learning yeah. from Mike. I've been learning all that I can from Mike to use my radio voice. Uh, do you know if he shoots uh, long guns, rifles? I don't think he does. I think he's more of like a, you know, he, he has it, and I don't think he's like training no. on it all the time. So. I bet if he shot a BCM, he'd be all about oh, it. Oh, yeah. And we have some here. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, obviously, Mike's a, a sponsored gunfighter for BCM, yep. but uh, we should probably take him shooting. Uh, yeah, he said, he was like, man, if I'm ever out or whatever, I'm stopping by, let's go shoot. I was like, yeah, of course. Hell like, yeah. Why not? And if Mike's a sponsored gunfighter and we take him and show him the BCM setups, dude, I'm sure oh, yeah. he'd love it. And you have one. I have one. I have one, one yeah. Um, yeah, check. Uh, Great. American made. Full name. What, what's their full website? Oh, bravocompanymanufacturing.com. Oh, okay. I always mess that up, man. For some reason, I even when I look them up on IG, I put BCM, and then it's like, oh, That's no. That's what I do. The thing pops up. I'm like, okay, here it <laughs> That's is. That's the logo, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you guys aren't following them, check them out and uh, give them a follow. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, they, they just make good all-American they products. Do. They have, you know, a ver- I go on their site, and you, I can la- I can spend 30 minutes on it just looking just at the bills. Shit, There's yeah. so many yeah, bills and so many options you can have. And you... You can also buy like parts, so you don't you don't have to buy a whole gun. You can buy a trigger assembly. You can buy a forward assist or yeah. whatever you need, like a bolt, whatever. So they have everything you need for your carbine. So check them out at uh, BravoCompanyManufacturing.com. Awesome. So tell me more about the Amigo. So my man, what's, what's the page that he runs? So the page he runs is the uh, U.S. Army W2F moments. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> so yes. he's he doesn't run it like he. He's in charge of like the, they have a radio station. Yeah, yeah. He does that. And then he oversees some of the other stuff. Right on. But they're set up, you'll, you'll hear it in the podcast, but they're set up, they have like a J1 through J6. Yeah. They're, you know, they're all veterans. You know, they have a legal team. They have like a IO. He's like the IO chief for uh, them. So it's just cool to like dude. finally talk to somebody that, you know, you, cause I followed them for, I mean, they've been up for 10 yeah, years. Same here. So you've been following them and seeing all this stuff. Did and I crack up all the time? Great. He's their advocates on like helping people out, like families and soldiers, and just a great organization. And they are blowing up. I mean, I think they have over like a million, one point five million followers, one point three yeah, or something huge, like that. It's, it's yeah, a, they have a great reach and they they have a good message and on they, top of funny shit. Yeah, and they're good because they're involved. Like the army, from you know, I don't want to give too much away, but no, 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 the army's kind of like seeing the light on that oh. and have been working with them and doing like having a like having leadership on or they're on their sergeant's time. They do like a sergeant's time yeah. radio. They have like four, four or five radio state, four or five radio programs yeah, that yeah. they do on live. And Dude, so the army's actually looking at, at the fact that, you know, there's a little bit of truth in every joke. Oh yeah. Right? And there's like, yeah. And he goes through like the vetting process and hiring cool. people and stuff like Very that. Cool. So, 
Um, if you were ever interested on how that site is set up and how it works, uh, just check this podcast out. Yeah, so. you better listen up because it's about to go down. Yeah. So, yeah, we got Ken Ramos, a uh, retired PSYOP Sergeant Major. He spent over 29 years in service. Uh, this, my man's been... That's an he's, impressive yeah, career. We've worked together numerous times on missions. We didn't even know. Like, we were supporting Dope. each other. So, it was pretty cool. And we talk about the uh, Facebook page, his career, and just shooting the shit. You know what I mean? Just catching up. I've known him for over 10 years now. So, it's been a, it's been a long time. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, everybody enjoy and uh, talk to you later. Hey, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Fieldcraft Survival Podcast. I'm your host, George. And today we have a special guest, Ken Ramos. He is the founder, creator of U.S. Army WTF Moments on Facebook. Welcome, Ken. Oh, hey, thanks. I want to know about the founder stuff, man. I'm, I'm just part of it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I just, okay. I, just helped, I helped in the content, but there was originally, originally there was uh, 10 soft guys uh, mostly PSYOP, and uh, they, it was about 10 years ago, I think we just hit our 10-year anniversary, and they were in Afghanistan and decided to start start it up. So I came in kind of like on the tail, the mid- midway part of it. So Oh, okay, uh, okay. And I, be, I was kind of like the, and a lot of people think that I, I was the creator of it, and it's, you know, it's not, it's not completely, you know, I, I didn't create, all I did was just assist in the content, I became the IO chief, and then I became the station manager for WTF Nation Radio, just like maybe a year or two as I was in. So it's been pretty fun. Nice. That's awesome. I mean, it's it's cool to hear like a like the PSYOP guys doing something and like influencing and changing behaviors and just like how our mission is. It's I think it's amazing. I remember following you, you're the page like 10 years ago, seeing it like during like, you'll see like, it was like, I think I started seeing it when we talked about clean sweep and Yep. You know, you guys are delivering like Gatorades, but at the same time, we're just having fun and just it, it, right. The, the the site is a joy. Can I just say that it's a joy to go through because I can <laughs> you can relate to everything on there. So, well, the 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 members of the staff, uh, they're all either active. There, we still have. I'm the only one right now that went public, um, and they are. I mean, we have a pretty hefty staff that are man- that manage the Facebook side, but there's also more behind the scenes staff as well. So you're only seeing the Facebook side; you're not seeing the internal workings of the behind the scenes. That's just I didn't realize it was so big until it got bigger. Once our once our organization got bigger, then we had to get a little bit bigger on different aspects of it. But you're right; it's it's all about it's all about veteran empowerment. It's all about you know Army news and professional development. It, it it first started off kind of like a, it was like shit posting memes. You know what I mean? It's, right, it's yeah, more yeah. of a you, you sit there joking about stuff like you were saying about clean sweep, but you were saying about soldiers, veter uh, and veterans needing their homes repaired. And then it started kicking in. It it started it started getting a full swing to where you're just it's it's almost like a oh wow this is getting a little bit bigger than what we expected. But let's keep rolling with it. You know you know the mentality right. that we have, the mindset is that hey let's keep going, let's keep going, let's see what we can keep going. And, and see how it goes through. So, like on your scaling, because basically you had to scale up. And then was that did you guys put um, like Indeed up and like try to get resumes, or was it oh I'm going to use this guy, or was it like word of mouth and just kind of keep the community close as you, as you can? Well, because we still have, I mean, we we what well, like good point. It, it's it's almost like the soft the soft imperatives and the soft truths. We have you know a lot of special operations does not include special operations personnel. So we, as we expanded, we realized 
shit, this is this is turning into almost like a JTF. Um, and we literally have our staff set up like a JTF. So if you were to if you were to template a Jasodif or a JTF deployed downrange, we have a J1, we have a J2, we have a J3, we have a J4, we have a J6, we have special staff. That's how that's how big it got. Right. And and so any issues that came with IG, any came anything that had to do with uh, UCMJ and legalities uh, of soldier conduct, we all pretty much were. I would say mid rank when we all started, and now we're all seniors. So right. we have we have the gamut uh, of ranks in, in the staff. So yeah, it's it's one of those things to where you're like, oh, it was it was a posting that we did on Facebook. Hey, you think you got the you think got, you got what it takes to to work long hours, no pay, and all the vodka you could drink? Then come on down. Oh and, yeah, and it's a vetting process. It literally is a almost like a a soft. Word of mouth. So I mean, you, you get those. You get those emails, right? You've gotten those emails before. Where hey, if you want to go join this group, hit this email up, and then you get an email to another email, and then, you and then you're doing to, another email, and then you have to, and then you're getting an interview. Yep, an interview. Yeah, yep, exactly. And, and then you get the interview, and then you you bring up you, you well, you know, you bring up key points, or you bring up a name, and then next thing you know, that person is hit up. Do you know that person? Do you know this person? Do you know that? And and then that's how it works. And then the next thing you know, bam, we haven't we have a training program. They're in the training program. I mean, it's almost like a selection, man. It's and then it's it's done. I mean, it's you're 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 in, and wow. then once you're once you're once you're in, you definitely see the army in a different light. Once you're, <laughs> I mean, wow, <laughs> it's it's a uh, yeah, it's incredible. Just what some of the stories that we get in the inbox from from great news stories to some of the hor- most horrific that I've ever seen. Damn. That you would think would not happen in the army, so it's it's yeah, it's a uh, so it's not really like Indeed. I mean, Indeed. I mean, I think we're better than Indeed. I guess <laughs> <laughs> we actually have people that are referenced that we know already. Oh, that's so. Cool. If I say if you so if you were to work, you were to apply, they would be like, "Hey, do you know this guy?" I'm like, "Yeah, I, oh yeah, that's that's George and 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 blah 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 blah." blah. And then there would be my version of it, and then there'd be another person's version of it, and there'd be another. It's not like you're you're applying, and then we totally find out that you can't do the work. Um, There's the a training. Vetting, yeah. Program. You get a full vetting process because you're not right, going right. to training pro- Right. There is a training process. And we do have uh, annual evaluations reports. Matter of fact, my, my evals do like it's coming up June, July. We do get evals. We do. Okay. This is what the metrics you've been doing. And me as the IO chief, the, the digital engagement guy, I'm the guy that is like literally ensuring that the page numbers go up, that we're getting engagements, that we're getting, um, you know, our outreach is getting extended. So, I mean, our outreach, our outreach is pretty like, I don't know, weekly, it's about 3.1 million. Um, just, just on the outreach, just on, yeah. on who we reach. So, so I have a question, uh, before we go in deeper on the, on the, uh, U S army WTF moment site, give me a little background about you, like where you came from. You kind of, let's go over your career and like up oh. to the night now to where you're like, Oh wow. Because you just oh, retired wow. recently, right? Right, right. I, I retired in uh, December twenty fifth, twenty eighteen. I, uh, you know, I attended Juilliard. I graduated from the Kennedy School of Med. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was going to go to the Beetlejuice rant. No, I um, joined the army nineteen eighty nine, December nineteen eighty nine, back in the day, and um, and I tried the tried the reserve side of the house to see how I would like it in you know, the guard side. And, and after a couple of years of that, I, I really, I really freaking started liking the 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 army thing. Um, and I was an aviation operations guy, so uh, helicopters and flying around to me was more of an important 
I just thought it was cool that hey, you know, supporting supporting guys and gals on the ground. Well, by the time it was just guys supporting guys on the ground. To me, I was there was a there was a flavor to it. You know, what I mean, you're just kind of like wow, we're, we're supporting all these units and they're we're doing support. So uh, let's 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 get more excited. I'm gonna go active duty. This is this looks like it's fun. So I went active duty in 1993. And I was stationed at Fort Hood. Then I spent some time in uh, Germany. Um, and then about 1999, I would say 1999, on my last tour during, because I did a back-to-back tour, two back-to-back tours in Germany. That's when I ran into a Sav guy. How long were those uh, tours? Because you were it was like a PCS move? Yeah, they were both PCSs. Oh, so um, how long? Were, what were they back then? Were they two years or three years? They were they were three years oh, unaccompanied. Okay. Uh, there's a running joke that we have in the staff that I got I've got more wives than I have boots. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> ex wives, I should say. <laughs> did you? Uh, did you? So you did six years in Germany back to or yeah, you did six years straight in Germany. Yeah, six same years. Unit? Yeah, did six years. Yeah, same unit, Twelfth Aviation Brigade. Uh, it was great unit. Uh, they, they deployed all around the Balkans. They were the first ones to support uh, the missions to Bosnia. And then uh, Kosovo, and then that's where that's that right there is is doing that stuff is where I got into I ran into a side guy. I'm like, hey, what do you what, what are you doing? What's what's uh what the hell is that? What's a loudspeaker? What is a what's a loudspeaker? That's not a loudspeaker. Are you for real? Is that really a loudspeaker? Like I said, it was only a short time, you know, going through Europe, yeah, and, and training with him in Hohenfels, and it was just I I didn't know anything about it, and then I kind of it was the Soxie at Fifth Corps. Uh, his name's Eric Gunnis. He said, Hey, uh, yeah, here's my card. Uh, I'll hook you up with somebody. Uh, you gotta, you, you need to do some PT because, uh, you're gonna, you're about ready to, to go through some shit, yeah. <laughs> uh, get a, get a ruck and get some good boots and, uh, and start rucking because you're, you're going to be involved in a lot of stuff. Nice. Uh, so he gave me the, gave me the number to the, um, to the proponency office. The same, it was the, it was Sergeant Major Julius Storch. Uh, he passed away recently, but Sergeant Major Julius Storch was the guy that was proponency Sergeant Major that same way interviews, you know, discussion over the phone. Let me look over your records, and then uh, okay, well, you need to go to jump school. I'll do a forty one eighty seven. I did a forty one eighty seven to go to psyop, and then uh, I did uh, jump school on my thirtieth birthday. So I was not a young, I wasn't a youngin when I did it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and then of course that was uh, January two thousand one. And then, of course, nine eleven hit shortly thereafter, and then, and then after that, I I, I was I was a hundred miles a minute. Oh uh, yeah, I remember those yeah. days. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, well, I mean, our time in Ninth Battalion, it, well, there was not one time where we were where there was somebody not deployed. So, oh, if you yeah. were Ninth 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 Sci-Up Battalion, you were you were you were gone. gone. You were gone. You were you were never yeah whatever whatever mission. And I was um, I always loved it when I saw dudes down range. I was I was like, oh, hey, Mike. It's you. Like I, I went out. Right. With, uh, I was at on Kandahar, and I was with yep. uh, First Range Battalion, and had uh, Mike Dickinson was there. It was yep. uh, and I forget who the other dudes were. Like Miller, I think Chris Miller. Miller, yep. Climore and all the guys. Yeah, there. and I got and I went out with them one day, and it was like the best time just to be around like other psyop guys and like talk <sighs> about like the shit we're going through and the missions right. and trying to get like stuff up and to, to do stuff. It was. That was the those were the golden age, man. Like I love that time. I miss well, that time. That, well, I, I miss that time because we were always rotating in and out. Yeah. So like you would be at Ramstein or you would be you'd be at some you would be at some freaking uh some some charter run aircraft and you would be in a, a Costa two twelve flying somewhere and then you look at somebody and they're like, 
that 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 can't be George. Is that is that George? He looks like look at his beard. Is that, that's got that's George. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, the next oh, yeah. You know what I mean? You just you just connect downrange. Where are you going? Oh, I'm going here. I'm going there. We're cool, man. All right. Well, I'll, I'll see you around and let me know if you need anything. And, and it's, it's those networks that we built. Um, so after my time in uh, Nai Pitae and I uh, I got opportunity to go to, to Germany uh, again. Um, nice. So I went to Germany and deployed as a psyop guy to support you know to be in the division staff. And it was my first. I had just gotten back from our from the invasion because we were assigned. What to, was your rank uh, at the time? Oh, at the time I was a staff sergeant. Okay. And so I, uh, I was a staff sergeant. We had just gotten back from our our, our Iraq tour with the Tenth Special Forces Group. We were supporting uh, Task Force Viking and just so just sort of north uh, during the invasion, and that was that was awesome. That was a, I love that mission. That was probably one of the better missions that I've ever. In my side career, just because you're you're there conducting unconventional warfare, you're there conducting mill deck, you're there conducting your your craft. So to the point, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, so I'm just gonna ask, like, so when you were like as a side planner, because I'm I'm kind of trying to educate like people on like how side really works and like how like because people are always like, what does side do? Leaflets and and loudspeakers. I'm like, oh, oh I just it, right. It, it makes me cringe when people, when people say that. It's more than that. It's you right. analyze. You have to get into right. these the minds of these people. So, how, as a young, you were you know you were experienced staff sergeant at the time. How like what was your kind of like your pitch or kind of cause everyone has their different kind of people person skills to get into that that uh, that you know that that S two that S three you know the commander. What was like kind of like your pitch or like how did you do it? What was your technique? You, you know, you bring up a good point. Um, our MOS requires the gift of gab. You have to be able to. You're not. You're not bullshitting somebody to do something. But it's kind of like you're. You have to express with confidence what you can bring to the table to the fight. Um, as a division planner, already for First Armor Division, they were already deployed, and, and so I was meeting up with them on their first deployment, even though it was my second deployment. So when it came to the uprising of Sauter City, uh, came to the the the, the you know the the, the Mahdi militia. Uh, starting to mess around with Anajaf and Malkut uh, and and around Baghdad, there there was the, I was able to bring some of the the mentality of hey look well here's some of the insight that we have uh, from when I was dealing with you know with the Kurds and because that's where we were at anyways just mm-hmm. sort of the north was primarily with the Peshmerga, um, but the but uh, before I went, I had to have an understanding of staff operations um, in the aviation side of the house your MOS. Is it revol- It's just revolving around staff. You're always in the S3, the regimental S3, and all that. Uh, Psyop personnel rarely have that. They rarely have that uh, that training. So I, yep. at the time, we went to battle staff. If you're being assigned to the to a, a division planner or a TSOC, you went to battle staff, big army battle staff, yep. and you got to know operational overlays. You had to know op orders. You had to know. Uh, yeah, and you you were working in a in a comfort zone. Like for instance, I was, I was the S four when I was in battle staff, and, and and I got me understanding on supply trains. Got me understanding on what CAV does. It got me understanding what supply routes are. It, it got it kind of gave me a little bit of a of a realm of understanding to where how do I employ psyop forces uh, to a division? To a division, you also have to understand planning. You have to understand where you get into the planning cycle. You have to be there during the targeting cycle. You have to be there to employ. Everyone says, like you were saying about the leaflets and stuff. At the time, we were trying to get into the, because the internet was kind of like fairly getting hot. Yeah. Um, 
We don't have that technology. We don't have that. How do I say this? We don't have the, I don't say we don't have the, the personnel to do it. We have very smart personnel that are inside that can do it. We just, I think the actual technical application to it is, is what we're lacking yes. Um, yes. at the time. And, and then, of course, now with how we developed and how we are, are evolved to, um, it, was really, it was really hard to articulate to the staff that working more with radio stations is a lot better to do than, than – it's, it's more like, a, hey, show me the money type of thing. Right. So you actually had to go out to the radio station, show the division commanders. So at the time, they were ripping out with First Cav and also the Marines were showing up. So we had to be able to show the commander, hey, using print media in, in conjunction with radio media, in conjunction with TV media, in conjunction with – if you didn't understand those fields, yes. if you didn't understand the information domain, then you will only have to be there for leaflets. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? exactly. You, 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 the leaflets and leaflets and all that oh. stuff, don't get me wrong, and loudspeakers as part of just a part. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it supports the main it, – it supports the messaging. That's all it does. It's not the right. main effort in messaging. Right. Right. Um, so there was a there's a uh, there was a case in Najaf. I would say a case. It was an operation. Um, uh, Muqtad al Sadr was using mosques. Uh, they would broadcast some stuff, and then they would be firing at the mosques. And then there was uh, a lot of uprising uh, in that area, and also the, the media at the time, to include CNN International, Fox News. They were saying that uh, we were it was reported that the First Armored Division and MNCI were engaging mosques. <laughs> well, there was video. Of the event, we had some guys down there. We had some. We had a 345th SOP company out of uh, Dallas, Texas. They're supporting that mission. And as soon as we found out we had footage, uh, me and the SOP officer, uh, we were just like, "Hey, we got to go. It's let's just jump in." So we got. The other thing about having a division, once the word got out, it was General Sanchez at the time at the time at MCI said we need to get down there to get that footage. So uh, for me, understanding aviation, understanding the staff already, already having mm-hmm. a good understanding of how uh, uh, air mission request works, I was able to walk over to, to our 4th Brigade at, hey, I need some air. Here's what's happening. This is what's going on, blah, 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 blah. I talked to a couple of warrants, offered them a carton of smokes. No, just kidding. Um, give, you know, just, but they were really cool. They understood yeah, what the mission was. Exactly. They understood the priority. I was able to jump in an aircraft, haul ass down uh, to Najaf, come, pick that I mean, it was like literally I was, had to get escorted to get this shit done. I don't even know if I could talk about it, but shit, it was 2004, so I don't care. Um, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to my dog tags at the moment. but yeah. um, So we flew back, provided the coverage, and then they were able that night, I think it was like that early morning, able to provide uh, that, that, mission, uh, that mission update and uh, footage of, of us getting engaged nice. from the mosque, which – you know that's that's a that's a already an international war crime. No, no, you you can't you can't use a holy site to for military yep. operations because then it becomes then it becomes a and becomes a military uh, then it becomes a military target. Um, so that right there, that all that right there, understanding the staff, I think that's what I was able to already bring that experience on and articulate it. And so that you was, can't just. And you said that was in what? When was that? Two thousand what? 2004. 2004. And, yeah, and I was in Iraq in 2003, got back from, yeah. from my first rotation. And then, because we all invaded Iraq, uh, uh, all of like both freaking all the entire group just did. And, and that was, the, and that was like the tough part at that time for SOP is because we always came kind of like some of us came late to the fight because just of the timing, because we're so small, we're scattered everywhere. Then we had to link up with our supporting unit. Then we had to brief them and try and, and then get them on the same page as us. To right. you know, support our mission. So 
back in that time was because even with when I was I think 2004 I was in I was with First Ranger Battalion I think and it was always a struggle like it was it wasn't a struggle it was like I I looked at it as like okay I'm going to try to tap dance and hey look what I can do this is me (laughs) hey hey I'm over here I would volunteer for everything and then finally we had a we had a mission. We had some. I had a, a successful thing. I don't know. I, I went in this room, found all this stuff, all this information, and they were like, "Oh my god!" And then we did like a, I did a surrender or a call out. I had all the guys come out. It was like, "All right, look at me, like psyop." All right, you know, like I was pumped for. I <laughs> we have a win. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't pumped for me. I was pumped for the you know the, the, the regiment because I was like, hopefully right. they can see this and we're on, on more missions. And I could, and right. you could tell like throughout the the timeline from 2004 till now. I mean, we're everywhere right now which is amazing it is it's incredible that and a lot of i I always i always break balls with some of my sf brothers and sisters and they and they're like hey you know you know if uh if if something's about ready to kick off in a country there's already a psyop or an embassy right you know we're already there there's already there's already some but you know you you talk about that train up uh 10th sf group invite us out invited us out for their training we became really close with 10th sf group Mm -hmm. i I really considered them my my i consider them like a home unit because I still, I still got buddy, you know, I still have friends over there. I still have, uh, you know, I had a classmate who recently was killed in Afghanistan, um, who, who was, who was a, a class, sorry, major, the, uh, academy classmate. He, we, we, we still connected. We still maintained, t- uh, you know, contact with each other. A lot of guys that were in 10th SF that rotated to SWIC or rotated back to Bragg, we all maintained, but we actually were able to go with a 10 special forces group to do a, a, a train up. We did comaxes. We did, you know, we did plan X's. So they kind of knew what we were. First Armor Division, Woo, it was like, who are you? What, what's a what's a what's a thirty-seven Fox? What is that? A fucking fueler? I'm like, no, that's, yep. that's a seventy-seven Fox. That's but that's it. It's, oh, okay. Well, yeah, go over here and uh, go go to the go to the uh, go to the go to the skiff. I'm like, I'm not I'm not a skiff guy. I'm, I'm a psyop guy. No, it wasn't until the psyop officer grabbed me and like, no, he's with me. And then I'm like, yeah. cool. Oh, God. It, was, it was good to go. Yeah. So you're right. So there was a lot of building up, and there was a lot of things that I had to uh, to get used to, and all a lot of it too is that. You have to remember back at that time, George, the army didn't know what to do with us. No, I mean, we they, remember we they changed our name. And like, yeah. Well, the army was back. like, they, yeah, yeah. The army was the army was like, oh, okay, leaflets and raw, leaflets and desert storm. I'm like, no, that's not how we fight yeah. now. We, we are asymmetrical. No, 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 desert storm. I want leaflets. I want loudspeakers. I'm like, that's really not how it works. It's a different battlefield, um, you know. It's a different oh environment. My God, it is. Oh, especially now. It's, Nowadays, it's the technology incredible. alone on the battlefield is uh, it's. It's mind blowing what's out there, you know. Everything that we that we find on the on the, that the enemy have is like, oh shit! Like, damn, they have this now. You know, it's just those things. It's like everything is just building and building and building from back when we were there. Right. Well, not to mention the oh, was an old old human guy told me that if you thought of it, the enemy has already thought about it twice. Yeah. And, and that that always resonated with me. That okay, he's right. That if there is a if there's a technique to employ something, and now in this information field, uh, information environment, then the the enemy's already working, and it, and it, it is already the case. So, like yep. right now, for instance, somebody's going to grab our podcast, mince our words around, and use it for propaganda. Oh yeah, just, exactly. It's just normal. It's just like yep. who is this George guy? It's and just, you know, and the thing about the enemy is like the reason why the thing about it twice is because they don't have anyone telling them no. They don't have a approval process to where. Ugh. That that yes. time, that delayed time, yes, they can do whatever they want and then strike as faster than we can. You know, that was the most. That was another frustrating aspect of SOP. It was the approval process. It's like, 
We only the, have the six deli- months here. Come on, you know. Right. Well, not to mention the fact when that when you'd have a two star or you'd have a three star telling you, uh, "I want this done and I want this now," and a lot of it it sucked because it put us in positions as as the guys and gals on the ground. And here you are, like you were saying, you, you know, you're a staff sergeant, sergeant first class, and you are you get these these officers get these big briefings mm-hmm. about what SIO can do for them, and the next thing you know. They find out that they have a PSYOP guy or gal ready on their staff, ready to go. They're, they're trained and they're like, oh, shit, we got a PSYOP guy? And, and you could do this and you could do that because the brief said you could do this and the brief said you could do that. And then you show up and then you say, I have to go to – I have to get approved through the sector. <laughs> to was approved. Oh, wait a minute, motherfucker. You just told me that I could I could do all this. I could sprinkle leaflet dust and everything's going to be all right. No, no, I have to go. Or, or, or because the way we're, we're sometimes regulated – uh, or, or or how we are uh, missioned, I should say. We have fifteen freaking bosses. Yep. And then we, we have, have authorities. So it's and like- then we have authority. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, some of the authorities we can't even talk online, but yeah. it's unbelievable. It's like, would you realize if I do it like this and I do it like that, it's going to make like this person like that? Well, then do it. No, 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 no. You don't understand. That's not how it works. You can't. Uh, yeah. It's like now, don't you get have, me wrong. It's well, you have to have legal involved in your uh, in your mission and right. your like your product <laughs> i mean come on right 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 well uh, i i i always say that a lot of it with the legal guys is that you have to get you have to brief not only do you have to brief your capabilities to the commander but you also have to brief your capabilities and understanding of your of yep. your craft to the staff and then if yep. you're in an embassy you're not only work you know you got your your uh your uh cocom in your soft oh, you know yeah. and then you have the embassy just, so yeah, it's like you have exactly. three chains of you know it's it's a, we, it could we be a mess. Gotten, yeah, right. We haven't even gotten to the to the embassy work that I've done as well. I mean, it, it's oh man, it's it's a it's a it is a because at this point you're talking to an, an ambassador who can literally pick up the phone and talk to the president and the, <laughs> and, and the secretary of state and said, "I got this little freaking star first class telling me that we could do this. Can we really do? You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> and you're spouting off story. You're, you're spouting off authorities that they didn't realize that they signed, right. and then they're like. I could really, we could really do this stuff. That's how that's how it worked when I, I, I you know, my follow on after I got back from uh, First Armor Division, I got put, you know, uh, I, uh, the red, the the time the the regiment Sar, regimental sergeant major was like, you 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 you've been you've been you've been to war too much, you've been tactical too much, you need to you need to you need to get some of that experience into the into the embassies. And I'm like, uh, okay, so that's how I mean that's how you and I met. That's yeah, how yeah. We, yep. we, I mean, we we've known each other for a while off and on, but we worked together more in 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 Africa. And oh yeah, yes sir. Yes, it it was yes, and it was it was. I mean, me and you and Chris Baker. I mean, I, can we say Chris Baker's name? Hey, yeah. What's up, Chris? Where's he um, at? Have you talked to uh, him? He went to OCS. Man. I haven't talked OCS to him in off- years. Years, exactly. Yeah. Well, I think once he went that officer route, I think he was you know, gone. Dude, yeah, doesn't want to hang out with the enlisted. No, he's no, he's he's doing pretty good. Last I, I talked to him just a couple years back, um, but he's busy too, man. He, oh, he's yeah. he, yeah, I mean, he's he's got he went to MI or something like that. Yeah, he went he branch transferred to MI. But when we were working together, um, that right there was an understanding to the country team. Working with the country team is a little it's it's a wow. You're you're talking mm-hmm. about you're talking about personalities. We have individuals that are on the staff and a country team in the embassy that had graduated from Columbia, George Washington University, yeah. and here you show up and here you show up as a as an army guy with the funding and the ability to do things way more than they were able able to do in their, in their entire lives. I remember walking in, I think my first real embassy tour was Ukraine and walking into the embassy and 
and I was, I think I was a master at the time, but I really was like, I was in for, I mean, it was like my 15th year, 14th year. And I, I was, oh, I mean, I was way in over my head at that, at that time. But at the same time though, I had from all my previous experience, it was like, I got this, you know, you go in and you, 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 you talk to them what you know, you don't try to go over your intelligent level with these people because they will crush you. So oh, I, yeah. I kept it at my happy level. I kept it yep, at my ops. Here. I was at the ops, you know, getting shit done yep. level. And yep. and we got a lot of shit yep. done in Ukraine. I mean, we, we actually got a lot off the ground. And it was just, I had my officer, I had me, and I had my crew. And my crew was awesome. Like I had two, 225 mics, 237s, and me and my and my team leader. And I'll tell you what, it was a frustrating because, you know, you, we just got thrown together. But uh, in the end, like going through that country team, on a daily basis and making sure that they were happy. Cause if you're not, if they're not happy, you're leaving. Yeah. You're, you know? like, nothing too. It's, we it's kiss like their asses had, you, you, so much. You, Oh man, you hit it on the head. Working with the state department had, was one of the most interesting experiences I've ever had in my army career because a, how, how do you, how do I say this? Somebody said that I need to be more, somebody said this too. I need to be more statey. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> you, you, need to, you need to be more state department ish. I'm like, I'm not state department ish. It's like, drop the F bombs. Don't, don't, uh, you know, stop the knife hands or whatever. I mean, I wasn't doing that, but yeah. it, it was, it was a front. There was some frustration levels when it came to planning some campaigns and you have somebody that has never been inside before or, or have never done this type of, uh, messaging, come up with a, a wazoo idea and they want to use your funding. And then when you say no, then they get mad and then you get blackballed for it. Like, yes. <laughs> and, and it's, and they, you want to talk about a freaking grudge. It's almost like that. It's almost like having a first sergeant that remember what you did when you were a fucking private. And you, don't want to, you know what I mean? You're like, yeah. that's how the state department. Like we can't they're, grow. They're, we can't grow and change and, and get better. Right, right. You know? Well, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You, you got guys that don't want to, you know, Hey, look, our mission is counter counterterrorism. And, and, but I really would help you support this AIDS program or working some sort of, uh, you know, some sort of awareness, but there, if it can't be tied to, to counterterrorism, then I, I really can't help you. They would really get mad, and then they'd call you up. They'd yes. call your command up. <laughs> I'm like, "What the hell are you doing? Call my colonel. He's not going to do shit. He's, you got to call the TSOC. And yes. the TSOC will go, "Oh well, well, Ken. Um, I, I mean, luckily for me, most of the, most of the the stuff that I dealt with, um, uh, I was in East Africa, so it's more. Mm -hmm. They were more. They were more understanding to um, to to the to the AQ uh, and freaking uh, Al Shabaab uh, threat there than they were. Uh, west side of africa were you in kenya or? yeah yeah i was okay. um uh, I, I had a i had a i was a detachment sergeant at that time and i had teams in ethiopia kenya uh supporting somalia and djibouti so nice um it was yeah it was it was pretty crazy because at that point it was under i was messaging millions at that point yep. uh in, in the cross-border stuff and, and then radio was more radio was more and internet was a little bit more it was really starting to pick up at the time and at that time, this was in 2008. Yeah, it was 2007, between 2007 and 2008, uh, 2009. Um, then it became all web. We need to find out authorities on how to use the web. We need to know how to do this with, with the multimedia. I remember that. You know, I remember like helping write those authorities for like right. that stuff. And it right. And it, well, I, I, a lot of it was. A lot of it was because some of the inputs that the ambassadors would get, like Ken, you, you've done this before. Because on my hobbies, on my personal side of the house, I had, you know, I, I was in film. I, I like doing film. So, and then it became to the point where once I got okay with working social media exploitation, and I got 
you know, a little bit into it and realizing that, oh, wow, this is kind of fun. I had some, you know what I mean? That's a, oh, yeah. I, I just took it like a duck to water. It was, it was real to me. I just thought it was easy. And then nice. uh, it got to the point where when uh, the big win for us was when we got the, um, the Department of State when Rewards for Justice program. Uh, we were the first ones on the continent. Well, not I wasn't. I mean, my team, all my team pulled together for this. It wasn't just me. Um, the team really, really knocked it out of the park and got and got a, a good mission plan, and and we're able to knock that out. And it was the first, first of the continent the department. It wasn't the, the DOD rewards. This was the Department of State. Uh, oh, rewards. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Rewards for justice was it one? Justice. Yeah, it was the yeah. big one. Yeah, it was the big payout one. It was the one that you know a lot of it was. It really was getting the contacts on the ground. Really was getting all the, all, you know, getting involved with the media, mm-hmm. uh, the country media, the, like the indigenous country, like Ethiopia and Kenya, uh, wanting to be involved in this. It was really, it was really a lot of coordinate, a lot of meetings, a lot of tea drinking and smoking too. Because God. God, everything has to be a meeting. You know the deal. Yeah. Um, and then once we, you know, once we entertained the specific actors that were involved in all this, it was, it became, it was fun. It was, it was a. Then it got easier, and then I was able to bring that back with me. I got back from the from doing those missions, and then uh, they're like, I was having some, uh, I was having some not family issues, but I had, you know, my father was, uh, father was, um, was sick. He was dying of Lou Gehrig's disease, and so, yeah. So my my, you know, John Kondrowski, he's now the SGS over oh, at yeah, 18th that's my man. I love John. Yeah, Kondrowski. exactly. Yeah, I, lo- I love John. He's like, uh, you know, Ken, you need a break. Everything okay? You know, I need to get, I, and he's like, you need to get the fuck out of here. I mean, he he was really one of those really little CSMs, one of those senior leaders that looked at you that said that could tell because you know you don't think you need to take a break. No, no, you don't at all. think. Yeah, but he could definitely see a change in me. So he's like, you're going down to SOCOM, but you're going to Tampa. Whoa. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I could. I could. Okay. Cool. I'm. Never didn't even, you're going to go to the JMIST, which is at the time that was the Joint Military Information Support Command, one of the largest influence joint organizations. I thought was the greatest things because then out there I was able to spread my wings and and really get into that work, and it was awesome. I loved it. I I, I, I appreciated like some some of my leaders as well because like you know back in like 2015 I went through a divorce and then it was a, it wasn't a crazy divorce. It was like you know it sucks, but whatever you you got through it. But right. it was, you know, it was weird because I think my divorce finalized like June or something like that. And I was deploying to Germany to uh, Sokir in August. And the funny thing about it was I, uh, my, like, I didn't make it a big deal. Like, I didn't say, well, I need to take this rotation off because I'm, you know, going through some stuff. I got to get my house in order, blah, 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 blah. I didn't do any of that. I didn't cry. I didn't bring it up. So, but it was, but I thought it was funny. With It was a kind of a you know, kind of a disappointing thing. It was like the day, like the, the, the day we left for the deployment, we're headed up to BWI. And like, I finally, like my company commander was like, Hey, uh, how's everything going? Are you, are you good to go to the, like, you know, like trying to like, talk to me about the, Hey, are you okay? I'm like, it's kind of too late now. I mean, we're in the van. We're right. Driving. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> exactly. But once Literally on the plane, dude, <laughs> yeah. But once I got, you know, went through that deployment, I had a couple things happen on that deployment. that was kind of shitty and I didn't get the, I'm not saying like they, you know, people owe me do this, but I'm like, man, is this like, is this how I'm getting treated right now? Like I just needed like right. a little bit of help and then that, I didn't get it, which is fine. It, it, it is what it is. And I understand we're soldiers, blah, 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 blah. But, um, but in the end though, when I got back, I was like, Hey, can I please, I, I need to take a knee. Give me like a two years or something like that. And I'll, and I'll be back. You know, I just needed to like get my shit focused. Cause I was out of the country for six months. I had to get my shit together. 
And then they were like, yeah, we got you. And they hooked it up and it was, it was a nice gesture. It was like, okay, they took care of me. I have no more, yeah. you know, no beef, but I was happy that I finally got taken, like took care of. And, you know, it was nice to take a little break, but then I missed it, you know, exactly. that, you know, but then I was like, uh, it's time to retire. So, <laughs> well, well, you know, the thing was that our regiment from 2001 to about 2011, everybody, there were, there, it was, no, it was not uncommon for somebody to deploy, to be deployed every year of that. Oh yeah, no everybody. Doubt. Yep. If if you were if you were deployed, you were back in training. If you were black, deployed, back in training. You're doing you know doing train ups, doing uh, doing missions, and then of course you know kicking a couple of JRTC or NTC rotations for that. And then you you yeah. were just so busy, you were gone every year. Started dwindling down about 2012, and then and then that's when we started more you know focusing more on the Aido mission, the you know, yeah. uh, Afghan information dissemination operations, and and then it got it got it, it started like. Now you really only hear nothing about unless we're doing uh, Siege of Syria um, or Soto of Syria. And now it's it's more of a it's, it's, I don't want to say it's a downturn, but now we're now we're looking more into the OK, now. Um, all right. What's the what's the what's the next big fight? What's yeah, the next exactly. Because, you know, there's other, yep. there's other things we can't talk about that happen behind the scenes that. Obviously exactly. Mean, there's like it's it, like 80 five percent of it you just can't really talk about i mean we have no no you, we, we yeah. literally have psyop personnel everywhere i mean in, in, right. wherever that co or that um yeah that uh saw the, the special operations command is at that's where we have we're everywhere right. and i i, I, right. I love that it's, right it's, yeah it's usually yeah, it's 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 great I, I mean i still i still have friends in all those t-socks i still have friends in all those embassies i still fr have friends that Hey Ken, okay, now that you're out, when are you gonna come out and do this, 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 and this? And I'm like, I am not. I mean, I love you, bro, but I'm not gonna go back to freaking Ethiopia on my yeah, own and just I'm like not going walk to Djibouti, around. man. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to Djibouti. Oh man, Djibouti is like you're, you're like 18 kilometers from the Somali border and stuff, and, and the, you know the Al Shabaab's are running around. You're really gonna go out? Yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. yeah I'm gonna go. To, I'm gonna go to DJ to hang out. They do have a you know like a kick-ass uh, you know Philly cheesesteak in the defect, but that's about it. Um, but yeah, it's it, you're right. It's it's one of those things to where you see anything in the news. There's already soft personnel there, yep. and more than likely, there's there's a there's a psyop uh, and SF guy, or sometimes just a psyop guy, already there, ready. You know, rogue operations, man, by ourselves. Oh yeah. So so during your time, like so, the um, the U.S. Army moments page has it's been around for ten years. Obviously, you were active duty during those ten years. What like how did you mitigate like exposure from that or like how is it is it like a ND, do you sound like an NDA is it like because you well, don't want to get in trouble I mean obviously I mean it's right well at the time uh, since we're back to that subject um, <laughs> there's a there's let's see there is an NDA that you go into the into the program there is there is I mean obviously it's an NDA to protect you right. and to protect the organization however. Uh, there, the, yes, there are individuals that are in, uh, I was in, and the thing with me is that, and this may sound kind of like creepy, not really creepy. Some of the TTPs that we did for our work is what's being applied to how W S army WTF moments works. And, it, it, and, and it, the, th the thing about it is you see this Facebook page and you see it works because there's no authority. Like, you know what I mean? There's nothing like stopping you from doing it the right way. Like you're influencing the right way because correct. Oh yes. You know what it's, I mean? It's, 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 a, it's awesome. It's like, wow, if we could really do it this way, we'd have more it, influence. It, it was funny is that, and, and you know, it, I'm glad you brought that up because the, the way it, it was really hard to mitigate because I was 
doing SOCOM work and then I became a first sergeant and then ops R major doing ops R major stuff. And then, um, I, then I was a SWIC. So doing all that was really, I mean, I had the first arm experience. So obviously the, 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 the members of the staff on WTF were able to tap into that because <laughs> they were, they would ask me first arm questions, you know what I mean? Or, or ops arm major question or, or whatever. Um, and then uh, when I got to SWIC, then of course there was some proponency stuff. The way we usually work when it comes to that is that no one messes with their own stuff. So in other words, like if you were, say for instance, you're an admin, and but you were assigned to 2ID or something like that, you wouldn't be given 2ID stuff because you're in 2ID. You know, what I mean, you, you would be compromised in some right. of that facts because, uh, or and you would be asked questions about it. like the same thing. Believe it or not. Uh, everyone's kind of like wondering, well, how come PSYOP didn't get dimed out? Ken, you were there and you were doing, you were in a PSYOP unit doing PSYOP stuff with PSYOP things, but how come you didn't bring up PSYOP stuff in WTF? I was like, well, because the way we worked is that I would find out about it, which is what we're doing now. Mm -hmm. We would find out about something and we would tell the command, Hey, you're, you, you know, you're doing, you're, you're doing this. This, this is not a, you know, this is not up to par. You're going to oh, get busted. So, so you'd, you'd get the post of the information from, you know, the source and then, then you'd be like, okay, then that's how you kind of vet it to, to make sure it's credible and, or, or well, to, or it, well, to right. warn them. Well, well, you know, it's a good point because the way it works, back in the day, we were pretty adversarial to the Army. Yeah. <laughs> the Army the army didn't like their business out in the street. The Army did not like – and this is true. The Army didn't like their, their business out there because it, nobody likes to see dirty laundry. But then, but the army was then understanding how come they didn't understand how come soldiers were getting out. They didn't understand how come all uh -huh. these command climate service said there was toxic leadership. They didn't understand how come <laughs> officers were getting out. And <laughs> and so so the so when we rolled in there, when I rolled in there, like I said, I've, I've been doing this and you know since uh, 2013, yeah, 2013, yeah, yeah, 2013, yeah, the end of 2013, I think, uh -huh. yeah. I'm trying to do the math in my head because there were several <laughs> several other key dates to that too. So. It was it was it was pretty adversarial, and then we were doing more uh, on the ground journalism, uh, a lot more on the ground with when we had Jose doing a lot of his uh, his stuff. Oh so, yeah, <laughs> and so so Jose so Jose, everyone's like, oh he's fake. I'm like, no, he's Jose's Jose's legit. He's legit, and he would he would go out and and his his duties allowed him to travel. His duties allowed him to do that stuff. So he would get information and all that, and the next thing you know, we would get pictures. I like Jose would just send us some pictures. And we're like, "Whoa, this is like a this is like a striker in the desert, unsecured." How did you get? Whoa, you know what I mean? We were, <laughs> you know, little stuff like that. Well, we we started realizing that the the units. I don't know. I think I think the turning point was when we really started dropping names on organizations. Mm -hmm. That's when the army started waking up. Um, and then we created a, de a deconfliction circle to where uh, we would literally reach out to a unit. Hey, this is happening in your organization. This is what we're doing. I think you need to um, to, to fix this. And we'd have we would have dude we'd have we'd have PAOs just like fuck off, uh, you know whatever. Who the hell are you? You guys are just a Facebook page. Shut okay. up. Okay. Um, I'm like, all right. And the next thing you know, we'd get all that information to Jose, and then he'd write up a story, and then bam, there there'd be the story. Um, a lot of the stuff that we've always po uh, we posted, we make sure that there's the vetting process, standard media vetting process. Um, we usually go four or five sources. Uh, we don't do anything third party or second party. It's got to be first party when it comes to stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, because then it becomes a hearsay, you know, a rumor mill. Yeah. Um, and then the turning point was when once I came on my mission, I was charged to get 
more reach. I mean, that was like standard IO stuff. It was most standard. Get more reach. Your job is to get more reach. Let's get let's get some stuff up together to where we can get more engagement. Uh, the, and then the new, we had new members of the team that came on and did the same thing. They were pretty much told the same thing. Hey, you're you're coming on board. We need to get more engaged. We need to get more engagement going. Um, and then once the, once it started growing and we hit a million followers, that's when we realized, ooh, yeah, you know, we could really do something with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we we could really go. We could really get something. Uh, going to where we started doing our instead of going to callouts, of course there's going to be some shit posting memes and stuff. Um, we can help a veteran, you know, get his get his, get money together for his kid for those uh, those helmets. And that's amazing. I love that. Yeah, that's great. Uh, it's all about the kids. Uh, or or there's a there's an old crusty veteran that 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 is bound in a wheelchair and needs his home rebuilt. We do to get or, or he needs to get moved. Yeah, we can do a call for assistance. Um, and then. Uh, during that time that was happening, uh, then that's when WTF Nation Radio uh, was standing up right towards that that period of time, uh, and it, it got it was uh, March seventh, uh, twenty fifteen. That's when the special project, the outreach, which WTF Nation Radio is the our podcast, mm-hmm. um, and that became that became pretty big because it was the most unconventional method to it was literally. It was literally our type of UW radio, man. Unconventional warfare yeah, radio. Yeah, I love that. It, 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 it's, it is to the point to where in order for us to get to where we needed to be, there were specific techniques involved that to get us on air, to get us uh, posted. Well, once Facebook Live came out and Facebook Live became the medium to do it, then that was able to be – it was like another arm. That mm-hmm. was another – you know, that was another uh, element – to, to increase uh, our voice. Um, so WTF Nation Radio was stood up, and then it became the, I guess it, we say, we're the voice of U.S. Army WTF moments. So we really became the audio-visual portion of it, um, and then it was more of the mission set, so it's more refined now to where U.S. Army WTF moments, uh, WTF Nation Radio is all about you know veteran empowerment, um, WTF uh, to mill engagement. I know people don't like saying WTF, but oh well. Yeah. Um, or, yeah, Army news and professional development. I mean, with a we have an overarching mission of providing an outlet for entertainment, discussion, you know, self care and mental uh, wellness. You know, because we we work with a lot of you know battles and stress. We work. We believe. You know, we we try to stop veteran suicide. We try to we try to we want to have that veteran empowerment and also just be a sounding board for for the you know the veteran community and the soldiers and their families exactly because um, you know what if you look at it what do all soldiers have in common they all bitch and it's not a bad oh, thing man. it's oh, not yeah. a bad thing it's this is how we get our stress out right. it's how we get our feelings right. out and right. the facebook page that that's what it is i mean to me that's what i see and the best thing i love about it even though the posts are awesome the comments are even better like Oh, oh yeah, they're great, yeah, it, man. It, you're you're seeing you're you're seeing the feedback in itself. Um, you know, it was right before uh, it was like we were running we were running silent. I mean, we were running anonymous. A lot of us were running anonymous, and uh, it, it wasn't until we had a couple of breakthroughs where we had uh, commanding we had generals starting to come on WTF Nation Radio. Yeah, we we, we started having senior staff members coming on and talk about their formations. I mean, we we were kind of thinking, wow, dude, we went from you know just joking around dick pics and memes and shit to, to now we have generals and now we have, we really evolved. I mean, like I said, we have evolved so much to where, um, 
they're coming into our space. You know exactly. What I mean, because I mean, it's, it's like it's those intelligent officers or enlisted whoever it is, and they're seeing like, oh shit, like guess what? Our numbers are down. Let's go in right. and try to influence and use right. this as a platform to get recruitment up and show people right. like, hey, we're doing this, and look who we're working it, with. You know, like right. and it and it's and it's usually it's usually that uh, point to point. It's usually that point to point where the officers didn't realize that this stuff was happening. Like commanders didn't realize that there was some rogue first sergeant or some piece of shit sergeant first class down at the company abusing their soldiers. Exactly. And we and we bring it to light. Now don't get me wrong. We in our in our inbox we have we run the gamut of, of ranks for our admins. Um, I'm one of I'm one of sergeant majors or retired somewhere. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. one of 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 them. I mean, there's more. Yeah. Um, there of officers uh, of warrants uh, of I mean, we have we we run the gamut of ranks. So there'll be an inbox question. There'll be a pop in the inbox that says, "Hey, I got this going on. I got this going on. I got this going on." And then okay, all right, cool. And then what are you doing to deal with it? We usually coach and mentor a lot of this along the way too. Some of it is like you said, some of it's like bitching, but some of it's like legit, um, you know, legit complaining, a legit, a legit complaint that they have that it gets sent. We set up a deconfliction zone, which is one. It's literally, it's literally, uh, I mean, I, I know of it, but I don't know where is it. You know what I mean? I don't know how to do it. <laughs> I'm yeah. not part of that. That goes to the, that goes to the way how we operate as part of the staff is that I know there's a deconfliction zone that you have to contact our staff to get involved if you're a key leader or if you're a public affairs officer. And then you go in there and then what ends up happening is that say that one complaint that soldier put in the inbox, it goes to the deconfliction zone. Hey, uh, you know, first armor division. Hey, uh, you know, freaking, uh, Fort hood, you got this going on, this going on, this going on. Can you guys got any, uh, you know, thing with that? Well, what do you got? And then usually if, if it's, if it's cool, if it's legit, it's a professional discussion, then usually the, the unit will say, hey, we're tracking. This is what's going on. And we get the other side of the story. We used to not have that shit. We used to not have that shit at all. Um, now the units get involved. The units want to talk to us. The units want to, you know, the, the units want to engage to the point to where now it's, it was, was kind of like, Ken, somebody, somebody's got to come out. Somebody's got to be like the face or, or not the face, but the um, – you know the the the, the physical like put, aspect. Yes, yeah, people are like, oh, okay, a human. Someone puts a human to the behind. You know, right, behind because the right, because right, because a lot of think about it. You get some of the skepticism. Think about it right now. Well, think some about Miso Man. Had. Remember Miso Man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's exactly. Miso Man? I don't know. Yeah, I still exactly. don't know. Was, you know, who, who, I thought it was you. Yeah. You know, I don't know. <laughs> everybody <laughs> thought it was. Me. Well, once I went public, everybody. What are you talking about? Everyone was talking, telling me, accusing me of being all of these people. Once I went public, I'm, right. like, no, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not nothing to do with that. Um, but my my biggest thing is that they had a, uh, you know, they're, they're, they had a, I wouldn't say it, it was a, a apprehension. Oh, and it's and it's well. I mean, think about it. You're first aren't, and you're you're talking to a Facebook page. You don't fucking know who these people are. You don't know who you don't know who's behind the scenes. You exactly, don't know who's behind yeah. that. You know who's behind the screen. You don't know who's in that chat room with you. So once you start spouting off information. And they're revealing some intimate details about your organization. You're like, who the fuck are these people? How am I supposed to, you know, do I trust them? Do I not trust them? So it, it got to the point that once, again, once we had General Donahoe, we had Major General Patrick Donahoe, the, the assistant division commander for operations at 8th Army. We had Brigadier General, you know, Milford, uh, Milford Beagle uh, come on and, and Command Sergeant Major Gann, the, commanding, the, the, the command team of uh, Fort Jackson coming on. It, it, then it became a, uh, uh, okay, 
we, we wanted to be in the big leagues. Now here's oh, yeah. the big league. Here's your chance. So, here's your chance. So we had, there, there was an opportunity that how are we going to, how are we, how are we going to engage this? How, how, how are we going to do this? We were, <laughs> and I'm going to give you guys some, some little stuff. We were going to do a, um, a reveal. We were talking about doing a reveal and I wasn't really brought up yet at all. It was kind of like, well, we need to, you know, somebody needs to be public or how is this going to happen? We were just kicking ideas around. And I was like, Hey, how about, uh, we do it like this. We involve Hollywood and we involve, uh, you know, some major movie company, uh, major movie studios to do this. this is, had a movie plan and all this other stuff ready to freaking go. I mean, it was, it was, it was going to be, but we didn't want to be like a joke. You know, I mean, we kind of wanted to be serious, but we didn't want to be a joke. Right. So that got that got shelved. I mean, it's, it's shelved right now, ready to have to whatever project we want to do. But but then they're then they were like, well, AUSA's coming up. But what about AUSA? And just so as that conversation happened, we had an invitation to sit on a a panel for AUSA. And we were like, well, what are we, how are we going to do this? We're going to sit behind a curtain and. and <laughs> We're going to muffle the voice or we're going to have somebody join in and yeah, you just, you behind the, you get your face shattered or something like that. And then, uh, the big boss was like, Oh, well, I mean, we can, it's you. Damn. Uh, what, what, you what, wait, wait. Well, you said you talking. we were, we were talking about me being public anyway. So why don't you just do it like this? He's like, think about it. This is AUSA. Great. AUSA platform like, too. Yeah. This is the big, this is the yeah. big army event. First day. You'll be, you know, you'll, you'll be, you'll be, you know, you'll, you'll be revealed to the army. Um, everyone else can just be whatever. It's, it's the army is the audience that we're getting at. I'm like, all right, cool. So I, I guess, I mean, I guess I'll do that. So I work with uh, Megan Yantos, uh, Major Megan Yantos. She's the, uh, the PAO for, um, first, uh, IO command. And she was the one that chaired it. And it was, it, it was, it was, it was almost, it had to be done like a, like, it had to be done like an infill, man. And it was, it was only certain people knew. Uh, nobody in the media knew. Um, and then two minutes out before before I stepped out, the two minutes, that's when everybody got the info, two minutes out. It so was like President as- Bush uh, surprising the uh, <laughs> troops at Thanksgiving. <laughs> exactly. It's, exactly. It's, you know, yeah, wearing a peachy jacket with a first army division patch. You know, Hi, guys, I'm here. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so it, it was it was pretty exciting. I was, dude, I was nervous as hell, man. Oh, it dude. was I couldn't it was imagine. Pulling, yeah, it was worse to be in a, it was, it, I would say it was, I would say it was nervous to, in a bad way, but it was, it was, I was anxious and excited because I saw the potential of us going into the ne- the next level now. At this point, now people can, can recognize me. I mean, now I, I got anxious just doing the, po- like when I do podcasts, I can't imagine you sitting there in front of like a crowd of people, you know, I'm like, Hey, guess what? It's me, <laughs> Ken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I felt kind of cheesy because I got hi mom, and everyone looked at me like oh, weird. I'm like, what? That's not funny. You guys don't do that, or, or something like that. It was kind of like it was kind of a. It was, I mean, you know me. I, I mean, you know, I, I've we've led we've led troops, so it was not uncommon for us to be in front of crowds. Oh yeah, it's no, uncommon. it's it's just. So different. I kind of saw it like a. Yeah, yeah, it was just different. Is exactly is because I had the Army Times there. I had Breitbart. I had AP, I had freaking Newsweek, I had Task and Purpose, I had the duffel blog there. Everyone was just like, I was like, ah. You know, I know. When, um, when it dropped, I was like, oh, I know Ken. That's awesome. Like, I was like pumped for you. I was like, damn. Yeah, everyone was, everyone was oh my God, my phone, as, it was funny is because my phone was going off <laughs> while I was sitting on the panel and I had it on mute and I could see, you know, I had it, I had it on 
I had nothing on. I didn't have vibrate on. I, I just I just had everything off. But I could see the screen in my jacket, my suit jacket, just going off. People, <laughs> your whole I your, mean, your I, chest I, was burning from the phone. Being yeah, like I could have had like at least eighty messages. But, hey, I think I saw you on Facebook. Hey, oh my god, is that you? You know, I'm like, yes, that was me. Um, but it was a great experience. It was a it, it was a Tony Paz, a Colonel retired uh, Tony Paz. I know him. Good, uh, to, great to kind dude. of. Yeah, and he he would. I kind of gave him a clue in on it uh, because I needed a, I needed a minder. I mean, I, I'm not a minder, but I need some. I needed somebody to help me negotiate the DC stuff because he worked up there in DC as oh, well. Yeah. Uh, we work. We have friends and uh, partners that work with uh, WTF that are on the hill as well. So to me, it was I needed I needed to immediately become. Now I became a public figure. Now I became a. Now I understand. Now you're I the, have to. You're the head to right say. now. I, you're the right, right. I can't. Yeah. The, the well, I'm not saying the head, but I'm, I'm the I'm the first one they're going to come at. Yeah, yeah. Um, when they have any any issues, you know, my you know, they're like, okay, can now you have to get an, uh, a Twitter account? I'm like, uh, do I have to? Like, you got to get a Twitter account. I'm like, okay, Roger. So you know, little things like that that I'm not used to having. Um, but then it also it it helped me, like you were saying about not having to ask permission on a lot of stuff. I could reach out to an organization now as Ken Ramos and say, hi, I'm Ken Ramos, U.S. Army WTF Moments, WTF Nation. I mean, I'm almost like a script. U.S. Army WTF, WTF Nation Radio here to help you after you guys want to have your organization, blah, 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 blah. A lot of people kind of like blew it off a minute. But then now there's been units that are there. They would call me up and say, hey, we need to we need to push uh, this this type of uh, people, people to kind of help us out and joining here. And of course, all all of it's all we, we still have, you know. A condition and anonymity. Anytime somebody contacts us, uh, it's usually uh, I can give hints that I'm working with a unit, but I can't give them details of what we're doing to kind of get you know the, the the low key messaging on an organization that wants to come on the radio or get highlighted. Um, we work now with the Army, the social media team for the Army. Um, they'll drop us a couple hints uh, that there's going to be uh, uh, an event happening. Um, and that's all, oh, dude. This COVID shit pisses me off too. Because oh, God, man, it's ruining so my much. summer, man. It ruined it. Oh, I can't get my God, kids into any programs. It's like they're stuck right, at home. Right. I feel so bad, but well, it's it's it. Yeah, it's, it's you feel so tied down because there was a lot of things that we were going to do for the army yep. and what we were going to do for WTF moments as well uh, to expand. Uh, I mean, we're 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 now. I mean, we're now like seven. We're, we're different. Oh, man, we have so many platforms that we need to push. We yeah. have so many events that so, were scheduled that had to get canceled. Do so. you guys have like a HQ somewhere or is it kind of just everyone's kind of, they work from, you know, they're, they're mobile because it's, you know, ba- mobile based kind of. We have, we have, we have an HQ per se, but we all, but we are, our staff is, is, um, is nodal. It's, it's oh, a node. Okay. We, we have nodes. Um, just like how WT, we're, 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 we, we are, we are, we operate in the fifth domain a lot. Um, just like WTF nation radio, I have, uh, we have, uh, members of the staff on the WTF enterprise. Uh, it sounds so officer like it's just me saying that, um, that, that they're all in different locations. So what we have, um, we have staff on the, on the, on the West coast. We have staff on the East coast. We have oh. staff overseas. Nice. We have staff on the peninsula. So okay, cool. we, we, we have a we have a global audience that extends around the world. Um, so it's 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 literally once we hire an admin in that specific area, therefore that specific area, and, and they and they work inside what we call the jock, which is our own method of communicating. So, so you retired back in December twenty eight or yeah December twenty eighteen. I think I did too. I was on, I was the thirty first. How have you found like kind of your transition out of 
you know, the, the, the teat of the military till like to now. Oh my God. I don't even know if I want to, how do I say this? I don't want to say the teat of the military because God damn, there's so many things that, that I, that I, I, I'm so relieved that I don't have to do anymore. Yeah. But then again, there's some things that I do miss. Um, I do miss the people. Yes. Uh, that's number one for me. That's like kind of the only thing I miss is just that yeah. those people, those, those different personalities and right. Right. Yeah. All walks of I life. Miss, yeah. All walks of life. People from where they're from, people talking about whatever. Uh, I miss the people a lot. Uh, second thing I miss is, is the missions that I used to be able to be, to do. Um, and going out and seeing stuff that I would not normally think is a big deal, but to some would be, I mean, think, think about it. Me and you, when we me and you were in six battalion together. Uh, there, there's not too many people that would say, God, bro, I got to go get my uh, country clearance and stuff done for, uh, for Ethiopia and Djibouti. And I got to go to, uh, you know, you're going to, you're going to go to Libya, bro. Yeah, man. I'm going yeah. to Congo. <laughs> That's, I mean, we were, we were speaking so matter of fact when we were talking about something. Yeah. Like, yeah, bro, I'm going to the DRC. And then the next, you know, I see you on a plane in freaking some dirt desert and, yep. you know, in Djibouti. I'm like, bro, what are you doing here? bro? It's so weird. Cause just- that life, that life is so weird. Cause like you said, like I'm in, I'll, I'll be sitting in the middle of nowhere and all of a sudden someone pulls up. I'm like, I know that guy. Let me go talk right, to him. And it's just right. the weirdest thing. Right. And, and then we go. And then of course we have to handle business. We have to handle business. And then, uh, and then we get back in here, we get back to country. It's it, uh, to, to Conus. And then, and then you're dealing with, uh, you know, just normal unit army unit stuff. So, um, but, but moving away from it, I would say that it allowed me to, it, I, I needed to, I mean, you don't realize how tired you get, man. Oh yeah. You, you, know you get it. wore out. You, you get, you, you realize, wow, I, I, now to try to, if you were to try to maintain after being retired, I've only been retired a couple of years. Um, and now I try to maintain like an army schedule. I, I did wear me out because yeah. it, it would be, cause you're so those stresses are no longer part of having to make meetings, yep. having to set up for me, how, how to, to get take care of your money. soldiers and like how to little take care things. Of your soldiers. Oh my God. Yeah. The phone calls. Oh, not getting more phone calls and not, not having to hear uh, about, about an event that happened that your soldier did because uh, a commander saw you, your soldier doing something. <laughs> he had his hands in his on, pockets. On Fort Bragg. And, and yeah, and then the next thing you know, you get a phone call, and you're like, "Well, your soldier got a DUI." I'm like, "What the hell? Okay, well, you got a DUI, so what?" You know? I mean, nothing I could do about that guy, you know? Right, right exactly. <laughs> um, so, so there is that. Um, there, there is the. I mean, really working through the VA, uh, uh, working through that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. We've already worked with, and this is my experience in WTF, is that we worked with a lot of veteran service organizations already. So for me, it's in itself the transition through that pro that stuff was was pretty easy. Um, but but really, it's it's now spending time with uh, with with family mm-hmm. and, and realizing that you're reconnecting with your family that you that that maybe you you know there's some there's some things that you needed to do in your life that you needed to to readjust yeah. to now. My one thing, um, my one thing, I'm still working on is taking things in my brain, thoughts or whatever, and then comp- like compartmentalizing it, just put it in the back and just leave it there. Like I have to that that thing that was like the probably the most difficult thing right now I'm working through is just getting that stuff out of there and be like, okay, look, you can relax now. You're not going anywhere. Like the, the only thing you're going, you're going to California for a weekend to train gunfighter pistol and carbine. Like that's right. your only stress. And right. I and still the, stress myself out over yep. dumb things because I get this well, that's the, panic right. attack exactly. or something, you know? Well, it, it's, it's because you, you want to be, and this is again, this is our mindset because we've done a lot of solo missions ourselves. We've done a lot of things by ourselves. We, we 
have to have that mindset of worrying about those things due to the fact that that's what we were used to. That's what, you know, we, we, we didn't have the big army, a platoon start to take care of everything for us. We mm -hmm. and ourselves and the way we were conditioned had to do everything ourselves and, and, and all the way, all the way to the finite detail. And then if it didn't work out, then we had to be able to come up with 15 different plans on what happens if it didn't work out. Oh, yeah. It's, it's hard for in the same way. I mean, something as simple as going to get freaking groceries or something like that. It's gotten to the point to where, you know, when everybody was having the, the COVID drama and, and having, you know, tickets that, that were, you know, people would get some toilet paper. I had enough toilet, I, I was good. I was set. I didn't have to worry about hoarding toilet paper because the way I am, I had plenty of toilet paper. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have to worry about, you know, getting, you know, getting extra coffee. The way I am, I always are, I had plenty of Yeah, coffee. you're prepared. You know, it's it, like, it's just a. Yeah, prepared. It's. Yeah, it's, it's it's common it's sense. Exactly, yeah, it's almost common sense. It's almost like I mean, me and you talked this before. It's that survive. We, I mean, ironically, that's the name of your your company, anyways. That we you work for. It's that survival. It's that survival mentality. It's that. It's that you have. We war game ourselves to the point to where we're constantly. <laughs> if you're not constantly war gaming, oh, yeah, you're something gonna fall in behind. your head, you're gonna fall behind. Right, you're gonna fall behind to where I mean, just think about it right now. Driving. Now, in this in this current social environment, in this uh, cultural environment we have right now, I have to drive and have my head so far on a swivel uh -huh. to the point to where now I see somebody driving, walking, looking, whatever. Um, my my sense of awareness goes even higher because of what we see happening for protests, what we see yeah, happening yeah. on uh, uh, unrest. But it was it was it was to the point where you're driving it along, and I'm like, oh well, hey. Uh, is somebody going to grab my, the door of my truck handle exactly, on, on the side of my yes. kid is on? Because you got to look at it. I mean, you get that. Not maybe not everyone in that in that in that uh, protest is you know bad, but once you get that mob mentality in there and everyone right. starts going crazy, people right. just click and it's like, okay, I got to be, I got to get this truck, I got to help, you know, whatever it may be. But that's the right. one thing you got to look out for is that. Yeah, that was that was my fear. I mean, me me driving around with a family and I'm driving around and man, I wasn't driving around during the protest. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but but it would be now. That's that's. Is somebody going to open up my truck door where my kids are at, and, and and do I have to engage them, or what am I going to do if all of a sudden a, a crowd comes around me? It's like it's like you were saying. It's 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 now, it's now a stress that you kind of like have to just like, hey, relax. You don't have to yeah, worry about exactly. This. You can relax. Like that. like, I, it's like I work for. I mean, I, I work not like nine to five every day. I know I'm going to go home. Um, right. You know, there's like really no stress. But then I put you know, but 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 when you talk when you when you're running a business. And you're you're helping out a business, and you work for a business, and it's all veterans, and it's small. It's like you're still going to have stress, but it's not at that level of like someone's going to shoot me or I have to watch my back. Right. It's, it's just a different level that you have to deal with, and that's all it is. Right, it's, right, right. It, it was. Well, I mean, come on. We were when we were doing our stuff in Africa. There was there were a bopper. We lived. We we didn't stay in barracks. We didn't stay in a, no, in a I was fortified in a, yeah. we, we were in a team house. We were we yeah. were we were in, we were the, we were with the indige man. It was the way that's the yep. way it was. Um. You know, if you were and, and, and our adversaries knew that we were there, you know, uh huh. Like, oh, Everyone knew we were there. Everybody knew we were there. They, they saw. Okay, well, you know, you're the most whitest dude here, and uh, <laughs> even with that, even with that beard, you're still white. The yeah, whitest I'm dude not. Here. I, I stick uh, out. I'm not. You know, I <laughs> yeah, I'm not blending. Yeah. In. I'm six three, six four in a good day. Yeah, two fifty. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not blending in anywhere. No matter what the environment is. Yeah. So. Yeah. So you're not gonna. You're not gonna have a. Yeah. You're not gonna have a. a, a you're not gonna have any camouflage, urban yeah. camouflage, I guess you'd say. I didn't even blend oh, but, in in, uh, in Ukraine, you know. Everyone knew. Let's <laughs> look at this big American dude walking around. Like, exactly. I, oh, and here comes George. Yeah, because I can't wear skinny <laughs> jeans and, and dress shoes. You know what I mean? I can't pull that look off, so it doesn't work for me. 
Oh, come on. You know you had a skinny jean phase. I, want to <laughs> I got no, Beyonce was, thighs, man. <laughs> um, yeah, because we don't skip leg day. Um, yeah. The thing is, is that, that we, uh, it, we like again, going back to what I was saying, it was kind of hard. It was my adjustment for me, but when, but again, our the way we've been conditioned, it's easier for us to to disconnect and detach from it as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, but once once you realize it, it was it's like okay, that's not needed. That's not needed. That's not yep. important. That's not important. Then it became you know, man, shit. It was at that point. It was it's it's just like really kind of easy. I mean, I still to maintain my own mental wellness. Um, uh, I. Because I have, I don't want to say stress, but I do have the the busy schedule of, of running WTF Nation Radio, and, and I got a great staff there, and they they help me out. And then I have, um, you know, working working. So sometimes I'll help out uh, the WTF Moments admin team as well, mm-hmm. and, and and then of course engaging with, you know, mill mill you know mill leaders. So do you guys have like a week? Like, do you have like a is it like a plan of like what kind of post to put? Is it going to be like text from leadership and then a meme next day or is it kind of however it comes yes. in <laughs> yeah we, we, we believe it or not we have um we, how do i say this i don't want to sound too psyopy um we have a yeah we have a dissemination matrix <laughs> <laughs> oh, the dissemination a, matrix yeah we, we have we have a i, I wouldn't say it's more like a, i mean that's the, the closest thing i can come up to it but it, you can kind of say yeah. we've gotten a lot of all ttps and that's the thing i like about the organization at wtf we get the best of big army we get the best of soft we get the best of the civilian market we get the best of of hollywood and industry and we put it all together in our ttps and it just runs great it, it just runs but yes um we do try like for instance for me um, I like to grab for my sergeant's time show because we do broadcast, mm-hmm. uh, during the week, um, that that's all professional development. That's all army stuff. And I, so I like to have what we, we call screenshot madness and we get the screenshots of all these leaders that tell their soldiers, some of the most craziest shit. And, and then I put them on blast. I, I'll, yeah. I'll put the screenshot on screen and everybody on these different platforms will see, holy shit, there's really, there really are people that say that shit. Um, so there is a there is a set time uh, for for our posts and and what the I guess you would say the theme would be. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but it but it's it, it works out pretty good. How, how do you guys deal with like like negative stuff? Like do people? I mean, obviously there's like someone out there trying to get, have a lawsuit against you and stuff like that. Or like how do you guys deal with like the negative attention? Oh, we have a good jag team. We good. have we we remember like I said we have a I said we have special staff. So. Like I said, we have a J, we have a J staff, we have a J one through six, um, and we have a J one, uh, we have a J two. So all of our J staff, and we have our special staff, which some people don't even realize what special staff is. It's the chaplain, JAG, psyop, mm-hmm. IO, uh, and all that. So um, that's where we work. I'm I'm more of the I kind of jump jump back and forth between special staff and the J three, um, with the with the J three SAR major and the SAR major, uh, the J the WTF SAR major. Um, so I am able to see, okay, this trap is happening. I go back to WTF judge who is our senior um, legal guy. And he is, he is a legit army Jag and a legit, he's been in some, like I say, he's got, he's got some good, uh, he's cut his teeth in some cases. So he knows what he's <laughs> talking about. Nice. So, and so any, anything that comes to that type of, and again, remember a lot of stuff that we post is already posted on the public domain. So it's not like we're, it's not like we hacked anybody's shit. Right, it's not like right, we, right. We went into somebody's DMs and pulled up their, you this know, their, all, their yeah. stuff. This is all voluntary it, shared information. It, it's, it's all in the yeah. It's all open. It's all uh, under the uh, Facebook terms of service. Oh, and okay. so 
so so a lot of it is if you sign into Facebook and it's you put it out there on Facebook and and somebody sent it to us on Facebook and it's Facebook stuff, our Jag will look at it. The judge will say, "Yeah, what's the? I don't care. You can, you can you can do whatever. I don't give a shit what you say." We've had lawsuits, death threats, um, everything. Name name the thing. We will find you. Uh, we we will investigate you. We were uh, whatever. All those, right? Yeah, all those empty threats. So, well, I mean, so well, it, not empty, but you know, like it, it, just yes, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm going to try to scare you. And right, right, right. Well, doing. yeah, it's a lot of it. Yeah, a lot of it is that. A lot of it. A lot of it. Troll guys. Somebody will find out. Like when I first, when I went public, literally had somebody come out and say, "I, I know who, I know who started WTF." I'm like, mm. and I'm looking at him like, okay, now that I'm public, I kind of know who everybody is in the, <laughs> yeah, in the organization, and, and I have worked for there, and I'm thinking in my head, you ain't it. You know, what I'm just saying like, <laughs> if you don't, if you don't tell me, I mean, I've literally, oh. I, I've literally had that. If you Jesus. don't tell me who this is, this I will reveal everything about you. And no, this, 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 and this. I'm thinking, good luck. You know what I mean? Okay. It was um, an old. It was an old sergeant major from Psyop that did that. No. <laughs> <laughs> there's some. Oh, there was some. There's some salty fuckers out there. There's some sergeant majors out there that really, that really push the the push the line. They get they get mad. They get angry. They'll get caught up in the comments and then they'll hit us in the inbox. You guys are pieces of shit. Jeez. You guys are pogues. You guys never deployed. You guys are a bunch of fat specialists behind a keyboard. You guys don't know what you're talking about. And I'm thinking, and, and mind you now, now think about this. There's somebody going off on us like that, and there you have. Uh, I'm not going to go into specific numbers, but you have several sergeants, majors, a couple of lieutenant colonels, some warrants, and and a, a couple of full birds, and a general. <laughs> I know it's like I, that's the one thing I one like, like one of the things I love about you know being on social media is that you can do whatever you want say whatever you want you can be as brave right. as you want but man sometimes i just wish people would just mind your business you know just if you don't you like know, something and I just can't do it we, we can't do it as a society high traffic our high traffic content is usually is usually uh people who don't mind their fucking business yeah i mean I exactly heard, <laughs> i heard i heard i heard i heard i heard i'm like okay well where'd you get this from it's almost like how uh, a lot of the stuff that we try to do, and that's a good thing too that you brought this up, is a lot of the QCs uh, of how we do our fundraisers. Um, we'll say, for instance, something happened to a soldier or their family, and then bam, we get a, a GoFundMe. It just gets dropped in the box. Mm -hmm. And one of our admins will hit it up and say, like, hey, what's this? It's a GoFundMe for this soldier. If you don't do it, you don't like vets. No, no, no. I mean, like, what's it for? Did you set this GoFundMe up? No, no. A friend of mine sent this to me from his third cousin's dog's uh, veterinarian's uh, sister. Yeah, but um, but what is it about? It's about vets. You just need to post this. Uh, and we really get, we re literally get that, that, that demand. And I'm like, uh, no, we don't, that's why we don't do third party. We get those a um, lot too. It's like, we, yeah. it's like, I, I do want to help out, but I just can't, we can't put everything out there. You know what I mean? Right. I, it just, right. it's not fair. It's, first, right. I, don't, I don't, I don't think it's fair. And the second, there's so many, GoFundMe's. It's you got to pick well, and choose also, which one that you can help the best with. I think. Well, well I'm going to tell you what. Right, and a lot of it is a lot of it is um, a lot of it's sham. I mean, a lot of it. I mean, don't get me wrong. We we a lot of it's a sham. But I mean, the mission is the kids, kid, women, and, and you know, kids. It's all about oh, the kids yeah. for us. Yeah. So if you see, so uh, we posted some. Uh, There's a couple of a little girl who uh, who had uh, cancer in the eye in her eye, and uh, she needed to have surgery to have her eye removed, and, and had some. It was a, a real sad case. I, yeah. I will say that working the inbox, I literally that's that's why you have to maintain some mental wellness while you're negotiating that inbox because you will see some of the most 
wow. You you will see things that just really tug your heartstrings. Mm. You'll see some things that really get you going when it comes to the kids, uh, domestic violence, uh, child abuse, and, and all that. So, uh, uh, for instance, there's a we. I mean, this is this is this happened a while back, so I don't think this is going to hit too too much. But there was an instance where guy uh, had a kid. Uh, he had he had custody of the of the kid, um, and, and everything was happy. Everything go good to go. He had a girlfriend, and then um, weeks go by. Oh, now I'd say weeks, but a few a few days go by, and uh, the neighbor walks over to the the house because she sees the kid in, in the window, uh, like butt naked, covered in shit. Ugh. And so yeah, it's just little stuff. So that the cops go in there and uh, the guy, the guy and his girlfriend just fucking left the kid, just left the fucking kid in the fucking house, what? and it went with a with a with a Great Dane, and, oh and, and yeah, dude, you just get like, you just get like so fucking. I get so, dude, I get emotional. That would get, not. I, I wouldn't even think twice. Game. You right. know what I mean? That's the situation. This is what I'm talking about. I think what's wrong sometimes is. We're focused on the wrong shit, man. Why aren't we protesting this kind of stuff? Well, you know, it, I don't know. It, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, trying yeah. to, you know. No, 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 no. no I, know, I know what you're trying. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I mean, there's a lot of things that happen within our community and our society that people need to focus on more than. But you're right. I mean, don't get me wrong. Everything is everyone. All the everything that's happening in the protests and everything. I, I, I mean, I totally support. I don't support the rioting and shit. No, I don't not at all. Fucking, I don't support the story. I totally support the protest. Oh yeah. Um, but my biggest thing is that you're right. It, it's one of those things to where. We're, we need to focus I mean, the kids, dude, uh, domestic violence cases and stuff like that. So when we get cases like that, when we get a GoFundMe, someone says, hey, you need to, you need to whatever. We're like, well, um, how about we get with a person that we get with the family? Yeah. Get with the family. Exactly. I ain't who, trying to give did. my money to, like, like you said, the, the third, fourth cousin of the veteran. Right. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, come on, man. We need a, a credible source right. for this. Right. Well, ch- well, check this out. You remember that case? Remember that case of that guy, that homeless guy, who gave that woman her her last yes. hundred dollars for gas? Yes. That GoFundMe hit our inbox. We got so much shit for not posting it, and we're like, "No, nah, it just doesn't sound right." It doesn't. We have a we have a, we have a vetting team, by yeah. the way. So that's part of special staff. There, there's a team. If you send something to fundraiser at wtfarmywtfmoms.com, you're you're gonna you're gonna get your shit combed. You're gonna mm-hmm. get your everything combed about you. And the vetting team went over that and said, eh, I don't know about that. This is kind of shady. Let's let's dig into it more. Well, everybody else who shared it, you know, shared it. Mm-hmm. And everybody else got their fucking, you know, got all pissed off at us because we wouldn't share that story or we wouldn't share that GoFundMe. But come to find out, it was all sham. It was all, all it, they were all, they're all in it together. They were all, you know, wow. involved. And, and so it, it got to the point where, yeah, um, that's, that's why we don't do third party um, GoFundMe's. That's why we just don't here, just do this. Yeah. We do more direct. So if you see you'll see a post hey, here's a um, anytime you see this post has been vetted and it's a story, you'll hear a narrative. You'll see the narrative get put up. It'll okay. be, be a, soldier, a soldier lost all of his gear uh, and his family, you know, is almost out on the street because his house, I'm giving you just an example. This didn't really happen, but I'm just mm-hmm. giving you like a crazy, crazy normal shit story that would possibly happen. You know, soldier, you know, especially, you know, it would be like an E4 or a buck sergeant, house burnt down, needs to move out, uh, and, and but can't, didn't have insurance and enough time to do that because shit happens. Nobody fucking remembers that shit. Um, we, you know, he needs a, he needs new, he needs money uh, for a hotel for a little bit. And then once he gets moved in, he can get his rent squared away, blah, 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 blah. And then we'll put, this post has been vetted, meaning 
that everybody, you know, that we all looked at it, the vetting team looked at it, and the boss certified it and then posted it. And then once that happens and it's posted, then someone will say link. It will say, hey, send me the link, send me the link. And they will, individual that asked for the link on the post, will get the actual post link to, to contribute. Mm-hmm. Then what we do is we then, we, we then follow it up and then we post like you saw, like you, like you see the helmets. Like you see the kid with the glasses. Yep. Like you see the guy who found his, you know, who, who got his house rebuilt or got his house uh, repaired. Uh, that was, uh, you know, a disabled veteran that needed a, a will a wheelchair ramp for his home. For his home, you see the results. Um, you never see it. You never see a GoFundMe result. You never see a. You never see anybody who does that. You know, we we do more of a. We do more of posting that so that way you guys know the WTF Nation or you know anybody who contributes knows that okay yeah yep that's legit that little kid helmet. And, and you see a picture of the family holding up the kid helmet with the kid. That that's that's to that's us. Where it's at, that makes, yeah. that, that's where it's at. Exactly that. that. That that's where we want to focus on. So the outreach to that that's I think lends a little bit more than a GoFundMe account or a GoFundMe link, I should say. Yeah. So what's the future for WTF? Ooh, wow. Well, um, the future, man, buddy. The future. The future for WTF is that we have we have several pages now that have expanded into the WTF realm that have mm. the, they have the official WTF moniker, I guess. You oh, I gotcha. That. Yeah. Um, so, so anything that, so if you see something that says whatever WTF moments is ours. So we have us army WTF moments that has now has so much content that's getting sent to us that we had to break off different pages to do another set, another theme. Damn. So we have, yeah, so we have, we have, uh, and of course, we have WTF Nation Radio. We have U.S. Army WTF Moments. We have U.S. Army WTF Moments videos. It's nothing but videos. Is that a YouTube which, way, or is it on Facebook? It's on both. It's well, it's on Facebook, and we have our own YouTube video account. You can okay. do so. Just go to YouTube, you type in U.S. Army WTF Moments, and all the videos that we post on Facebook will be right there. And uh, you, do you guys um, have IG as well? We do. Nice. We do. We have you Instagram guys have covered everything. Yeah, we covered everything. Well, I mean, that's. That's my lane, bro. We got to make sure we have that social media stuff out there. Is there any talks of like doing a uh, Marine Corps WTF moments or branching off? There is. There is. There we have. We have a U.S. Space Force WTF moments, (laughs) (laughs) and that 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 opened up as soon as it was announced that the Space Force was going to be activated, and we dropped some memes on there. We actually have admins from. U.S. Space Command and Space Force on nice. there. So all the all the jokes in me, all the nerd because I look at the page sometimes and I look at it I'm like I don't get this, but the freaking nerds are all over it. They fucking love it. They think it's hilarious. Yeah. All the people that work in Space Command, all the people that work in the Space Force, they're mad Elon Musk fans and, and all that. So anything that has to do with the with takeoffs, they're pretty on it. They know the schedule of the of, of the rocket takes off. You know, a rocket taking off somewhere. The manned mission in space. That was awesome for us because it was a big win for the U.S. Because we're now able to do on our own. Put we put two two dudes in space to hang out at the International mm-hmm, Space Station. Mm-hmm. Space Force guys were all over it. So nice. we have so we have U.S. Space Force, and then we have a gaming page. We actually have a gaming um, streaming team, and these are all, they're all gamers. They're all little nerd gamers. They all PC console. You on Twitch? Um, uh, they're on Twitch. They're on Discord. They're on well, you name it. They they got their own. They're on Mo Crush. They have, have all. They run their own little thing. It's uh, they're called the Grunts Gaming Network. They they don't have a WTF name to it, but they're just called Grunts Gaming Network. 
and, and they and they have their own stuff. And then we also have some other side projects that we have that we support uh, customers with that you know we help out. So if there's like a if there's a if there's a group, that, hey, we want to we want we want your help. Can we help you set up? Then we help admin with oh, that. Cool. So we're, we're yeah. So we kind of we kind of give some like. Uh, it's 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 almost like a donation thing too. Like, you know, help us out, yeah, sure. You know, kick some cash over to us to to help out in donation for the fundraiser, or donate over to WT uh, Nation Radio so we can help. You know, keep the station running because all of us are volunteers. Mm-hmm. No, nobody's getting paid. No, you know, I got accused of making you. You, got, you make so much money, like, make six uh, figures off of one post. You, you off of one post. Oh man, we've been accused of that. You know. Oh, okay. Well, if, you know, we. Yeah. Sure. Okay. I didn't know that my retirement slash disability slash, you know, go paying taxes on a fucking radio station with, you know what I mean? Cause yeah. that, a lot of us put in our own money to it too. So, nice. um, yeah, it's pretty big. So it, the future of it, it's, it's now the sky's the limit because now that we're public, mm-hmm. or I'm public, the, the talk is there's going to be more admins becoming public too. So you're, you're going to see a lot more of that possibly. Right. How, yeah, how- how do you, Ken Ramos, take how do you take a break from social media? Like, what is your like disconnect? Like, how do you disconnect? What do you do? This social media stuff, I mean, I'm not even on it the, the most, but it's like you monitor and monitor. You know, you're checking your page, you're checking field crop survival, I'm checking DMs, I'm answering them. How, I, I get home, I'm like, I want to throw this phone through the roof right now. Like, I just, well, it's, how do you take a break? Like, like what do you do? What and this is gonna sound fucking crazy. This is gonna sound so nuts. Is that I was never able to do this as a psyoper to where now it's new to me. Now uh, it's more. I see. It's like a little like. You know I mean? It's exciting. It, it, it's exciting. It's a jolt, and now it's a. Uh, now it's like all the stuff that I couldn't have done when I was in psyop that I wanted to do for social media exploitation <sighs> that I was only skirting the edge on. Now I get to do it. Now I get to finally freaking do the type of dissemination, the type of – I don't want to say – because people think, oh, these WTF moments are psyoping us. No, not really. I'm just just the marketing aspect. Yeah, that's all it the is. Dissemination aspect. Yep. That's all I mean. That's there, all there's it more, is. I mean, that's all it is. So, so, so that to me is so exciting that I can finally get – I finally get to do it. I got – we got great people that can – that are enthused to do it as well. And it's – like I said, there's really – I don't like to say that I'm in charge of something because we all have good people yeah. that are working. You know what I mean? It's It's – we're all we're all in it, so we all have our specific goal, our, our not goals, but our specific uh, um, talent that 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 supports it. But sometimes, yes, I will, I will freaking disconnect. I will say, guys, uh, I'm a, I'm gonna be out of the net. I'll come back on, and I'll just I don't know. I'll go like I said, I keep my routine. I get up in the morning. I do PT. I do PT in the morning. You know, hang out with the kid. He goes to daycare, uh, and then and then I'll clean up the house. I'll do whatever just to disconnect, and and then if I'm in the mood or something hasn't pissed me off, or I, or there hasn't been a hot you know a, a hot topic that that needs to get hit, yeah, sometimes I I will, I will step off, step away from it a little bit, and yeah. then uh, but then once I get back in it again, I'll be I'll go in for another you know 48 to 72 hours of just straight monitoring, posting, mm-hmm. and of course I have to make sure that the shows go on too because we have other podcasts that happen during the week. And so we have a Monday, we have a Monday show, a Tuesday show, a Thursday show, and a Sunday show. We're about ready to keep another uh, another show coming up. We used to broadcast seven days a week. So, and then we've had a fluctuation and change of staff and all that. And is the uh, for the WTF Nation Radio? Is it uh, like a guest format, or is it kind of like a discussion, or like how how's that set up? Well, WTF Nation Radio is unique in the fact that it originally was set up as just a discussion and, and it had specific uh, themes set up. 
to, to everyone's own personality. Um, so no one is really hemmed to uh, a specific, I don't know, everyone has their own discussion that they want to talk about. Well, what, as it evolved, then it became more of like, for instance, the Monday edition, what I do. I used to not do it, but I took it over for somebody else. And that is the show. That Monday is the discussion of the week, weekend, going into news, discussion, and commentary, do a little opinion, give some little bit of life advice, and then that's that's Monday. Uh, Tuesday, we have the um, – it's Pop Culture Warrior. It's all Hollywood news. So all the nerdy Star Wars movies, Harry Potter, crap comic stuff. I shouldn't say crap because I'm interested, in, but it's just all the all the nerdy inside scoop stuff. That's that's done by Michael Carosquillo. He is the um, he's the host. He's uh, he's the Winter Warrior uh, veteran of the year. Uh, he, he he's a stand up comedian. Uh, oh, so awesome. he and, and yeah he ha- so he literally has a, a Hollywood connection uh, to he has a connection to Hollywood. So he's he's bridged that gap between Hollywood and the military and the veteran community by by engaging with that. Awesome, awesome show. Great. You just, like I said, we just started it. Didn't you do Thursday something with the, like, uh, were you, I saw on your post you for a, sh- a movie on Netflix or something you were involved with? Yeah, yeah, we did, we did the, uh, and this was before CQ came out, uh, Adam G. Simon, uh, who was, who comes on the show, he did a couple of movies that, that were related to veteran issues, and we had come on, and then uh, just on a whim, um, he's like, hey, I'm doing this, this script right here for War Party Films. And uh, we're working together as, uh, you know, it's called Point Blank. It's a, it's an old movie remake, but it, it's pretty cool. It's got oh. the guys from Avengers in there. And, and you yeah, can I saw check the trailer. it out. It looks good. Yeah. You, yeah. And you want to help us out. You know, you could do this since you've helped us out. We, you know, we can kick you guys somewhere like, hell yeah. So we had a digital red carpet during the premiere of the movie. Nice. Um, yeah, it was, it was fun. Uh, so, so that was done on a sergeant's time. Sergeant's time is the army sergeant's time. Just like it sounds. Sergeant's yeah. time. It's, it's. Professional development, it's it's discussion army issues, discussion of fragos, leadership issues. Army and soldiers have called in asking about their stuff, and I'll give them the first sergeant slash um, sergeant major appeal to it, uh, or, or the assistance, I should say. Um, my co-host is uh, Spanky. She is um, or Leanne Spanky. She she's the uh, she's she's a sergeant retired sergeant first class. Um, she has she has deployment time. She has leadership time. She has attachment time. So she knows, you know, she is. Oh yeah, she has the full. She's spectrum. a senior NCO, yeah, and, and 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 she also brings in the the female aspect to handling sharp issues. And she's also uh, was an EOL too. So it, a lot of it, she all the issues that we discuss, she helps me. And we, we were qualified on that stuff too. So it's for us, it helps out the soldiers be able to talk. And then you know, just some of the discussions that we'll go into how the military is or policy. Yeah. we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. Um, kicking up with causes on Sunday and it's cause and owl. And those two are, we call them team mold. These are, these are guys that are like, they're senior guys. I mean, they're, they're older than me. And, and they, they, they sit, they talk about mental wellness, uh, you know, mental health, uh, type stuff, kind of like a relaxing shoot the shit type yeah. thing, um, to kind of get your mind at ease, uh, before, you know, Monday comes. <laughs> so it's, Great, great crew. The next one we're gonna have, like I said, we used to have uh, seven shows, so it's it's kind of like the we're we're, we're gonna get back up to that too. So I'm excited for it. Have you ever guys uh, reached out to that? Um, I think it's the Veteran Network or something like that. They do like all the parodies and like those uh, like those funny oh, shows. Like that guy from he was a, a Marine Corps gunny, I think it is. He's kind of running it. We see. We have. Here's the thing: when it comes to other organizations like that, we we talk to each other. But we kind of let we do our own thing, and it's only like 
Gotcha. Hey, do you want to come out? You, hey, you want to come out and join us for some stuff? We don't really necessarily. It's almost like it's it's. You're talking about Vet TV. Vet TV. Yeah, yeah, that's it. All Warrior Network. All those other guys. All those other influencers. They have their own thing. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and it's normally if it's an invitation, and and we're cool with it. We got the time with it or whatever. Or it's, yeah, well, okay, cool. We can do that. So it's it's not really. Uh, uh, but we do talk to each other. So they'll be like, for instance, the Nick Pomachano from Ranger Up. He'll. I, I will be something that we'll, we'll shoot the shit about. And then we kind of maintain contact when it comes to that aspect. Oh, okay. It'll be, uh, it'll be the guys from all warrior network. And, and they're like, Hey, can you want to, we're talking about this. We're talking about some issues, all that. But we, we, we do kind of like keep a, or Boone Cutler. We do kind of keep like a little network together, Yeah. but as far as far as it has to be like an invitation. So if I'll say, Hey, Hey, Boone, you want to come on and shoot the shit about talking about CBD and all the stuff you're doing? He'll come on. Uh, the same thing with me. Um, the, we don't, I don't want to say we, we, I don't want to say we, it's almost like, do I come in there and, and want to just like start messing around with your shit or do you want to mess with mine? Uh, you know, it's almost like a respect thing. Yeah. I don't want to make it sound like it's, a, it's kind of like my invite. So if you, if yeah. you, like you invited me for this, Hey, can you want to come on? Shit, shit, that, yeah. That's kind of like us too. Like we kind of like, we like trying to like a partner with other companies and like do little events right. and stuff like that just to get like the right. word out. We, we do have, we do have a sponsor. That's an actual sponsor that, that actually has assisted to us, assisted us. Um, it's four horses for veterans and they do equine therapy and, oh, uh, nice. equine, uh, and, and, um, and I guess you would say veteran networking mm-hmm. and, uh, they, they just now opened up a program with, uh, law enforcement as well. Um, and basically you just, you go to a session. I've attended a session myself. It was great. Uh, you go for it. So it's just over a weekend. Uh, it's usually like a Thursday to, to Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you go and they, they teach you the basic equine stuff. And they have individuals there on scene that can help you talk and vent and all that. You kind of hang out and, and kind of like, and then it's all combat vet driven. So there's, you know, there's, there's somebody you can relate to about, you know, dealing with, you've been dealing with uh, downrange. Um, we also have, they also have wounded vets there too. So it, it's, it's a program that is, uh, we actually say that it's our sponsor. So if you, you notice on every show that we have or every post on the radio, it says, uh, it'll say whatever we're doing and all this other stuff. And then at the bottom, you'll see War Horses for Veterans. Great, great group of guys. Patrick Benson and the crew out there are awesome. Nice. So, oh. But a lot of it, a lot of it, again, it's almost like, uh, I don't know, I mean, maybe, maybe it's because of the way we are. It's like, I don't want to sound like it's coattail riding, but it's, you do your thing, you do, you do your thing, I'll do my thing. Yeah, yeah, and, exactly. And you, and you come on and hang out with us and, yep. we, and then we, we hang out with you. We'll so get together, have a good time, and then we go, we do our thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. I love what you guys do too. By the way, I, I love it. It's you great. I, I, I mean, I love like I've never been in a. You know, I mean, obviously, I've been in the military twenty years, and I've gone over the world. I met different cultures, different leaders, different walks of life. But being able to come, retire, move from North Carolina to Arizona, shut up shop in Arizona, get involved with Field Cross Survival. I mean, it, it's humbling. And then plus. We're working with, you know, both Prescott and Prescott Valley. They're next to each other. Like mm-hmm. I'm on like first name basis with, with the mayors where, you know, we do the toy drives. We give back and mm-hmm. it just feels good because it's like in the military. Yeah, we were you volunteered to go in and, and, and you and you kind of give back when you're doing these little programs and stuff. You know, you're giving back and you're helping people. You're trying to make the world better however we can. But then when you get out, you have to have a purpose when you get out. And I got lucky. I. I'm blessed. I mean, I don't, if I have a golden horseshoe up my ass or whatever, but I'm just like, I mean, it's just like, I'm not going to blow this. You know what I mean? Like I am lucky like to be in this position and because I look at myself, I'm, 
and I say, how are you here? Like, you have no skills. You don't know anything. You're not this. You're not. I'm like, but then I look in it. I'm like, yes, I do. You know what I mean? I just get down on myself. It's just like, it's just stupid. Like when you get in your mind and like roll around in there, but then you kind of like, when you finally lay it all out, you're like, oh, I've done this. I've done this. I helped, you know, so it, it, it makes my transition a lot easier than most people's because I've had a, you know, I have a veteran community here at Fieldcraft Survival so I can vent and we can joke and tell stories and, you know, and I'm, I'm blessed to have that. So I don't know. I'm just, I'm just happy and, and grateful for all that. So. Right, right. No, it, it, it is a, you also, uh, you also help out, uh, you also help out pe- uh, people. Like for instance, hell, I might want to come out there and hang out with y'all and, 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 and bust some caps with you. Oh yeah, you know, definitely. I, I, I might, I might, or, or you guys come out to, uh, to Pineland and you want to hang out and do some stuff out here. I, I might want to join you. You know what I mean? There yeah, might yeah, be some exactly. stuff that, you know, and that's, and that's what I was talking about when you were saying, what's, what do you see the future of, 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 of the WTF enterprise? That's exactly it to go out and do more outreach, to do more yeah. hanging out. Like I said, it's all with us. Our, that's, that's not, that's our number one mission is, is veteran empowerment. Yep. We want to see yep. veterans succeed. All those veterans, uh, shitting on each other and going back I and hate forth. That. And, and it's all day I long. I can't fucking stand it. Exactly. It, it drives me up the wall when you see somebody. I literally had, and with some of the frustrations that I had to deal with with the veteran community is having somebody who was only in the army or in the military for a little bit of time speaking to me as if I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and here I am, a sergeant yeah. major. Three, yeah. You know what I mean? I, got I, I, I didn't make sergeant major, major just because someone liked me. I mean, I earned right, right, that yeah, rank. Well, right. Yeah, um, well, I mean, I maybe or maybe somebody maybe saw major because they didn't like me. I don't know. Oh, who knows? I don't know. <laughs> well, but, but I know the last list I saw. I was like, mm, <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, gone. Like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so my biggest thing. My biggest thing. Like I said, but my biggest thing is that I, I, I see it. I, I was like, yeah, I, I can't believe all this, all this hate. Don't get me wrong. I have my own personal feelings about how someone does. But like yeah. I was telling you before. You do your thing, I do my thing. Yep. How you want to do it is how I'm going to do it. But once I hear you spout some shit about me coming out your mouth, yeah, you be better come correct. Because yeah, 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 you better come correct because the, then I might just come back with something, or I'll just, I'll just, I'll be like Thanos. I don't even know who you are. I don't, even, I don't even know who you are, dude. Because you, you could talk all the shit that you want, and I hate, I hate when I see veterans smash on each other like that. It, it, it's, it's bad for our brand because as veterans, and I say our brand because you know the civilians. The civilians seeing the civil the civil military divide we're, we're having right now is that the civilians seeing this coming out of the service, seeing how we're treating each other and we're coming off like a bunch of you know freaking pompous pricks. Yep. And it and it's and it's it's really not like that. But then civilians are trying to understand well, you guys are talking about all this brotherhood shit. But then again, you're you guys are you're shitting on each other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're yeah. Dis- you're, you're it's like drama. And then you have the freaking the the tag chasers. Then you have the freaking. You, know, you have the coattail riders and the groupies and, and male and female. And, and it, you're just like, Jesus, dude, are you really? So for me, a lot of it, like I said, for me, I just focus on veteran empowerment, making sure you guys, like I said, trade craft survival. Hell yeah, dude. I saw, I mean, me and you've been bros forever. Anyways. Oh yeah. I mean, for, for it's a been long a long time. time. Yeah. So, so I, I've, yeah, for literally 20 years, I know you. So it's almost like a, for me and you, I know what your mindset is. I know what you're about. I yep. know what you and see, and and it's awesome to see you, you know, and, and out there with the kid. And, and oh, they're great, it. man! It, it, I I just yeah. picked my daughters up a week ago from Colorado, and we just, you know, that the drive there, I drove like the back way to Colorado, like like yeah. Durango and uh, Pagosa Springs, yeah. and yeah, I saw the dude, pitch, it man. was saw- so nice. And then I picked the kids up. We stayed the night, got up the next day, and drove back, and 
just at, like having my kids, man, it's oh, and my son. It's just amazing to see at, like all three levels. I got a 12 year old, a six year old and a 17 month old and they play <laughs> so yep. well together. Like it's yeah. just amazing how they connect. And I, I'm like, oh, thank God that they're not like hating on each other or, or ignoring yeah, really. the baby. And, you know, they all play right, with each right. other. It's great. <laughs> well, brother, that's what I was telling you. That's that's the thing that I, I, I'm glad I'm out of the of the military for. for yeah. shit like that. Yep. For shit like that. It's home. Like, we paid our dues, bro, at that point. Oh, yeah. We paid our dues. So I've done my 20, man. Yeah. I'm good, man. Just leave yeah, me yeah, alone, you know? To, yeah. yeah. I'm surprised I got that far, too. I was like, shit, uh-huh. 20, almost 29 years. Like, shit. <laughs> no. uh, I was like, wow. Well, how, is it? it went by so fast. You did 29? Yeah, just under twenty nine. Man, that's awesome. My hope, my ultimate goal was thirty, but I got to that twenty, and I'm like, and I was at the operational design course, and my time was coming up, and I'm like, I know as soon as I go back, they're going to send me downrange for six, seven months, whatever it is. I was like, I, I want to spend more time with like myself, my family, and do something different. So that's what I did. I just got out. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 when you're when you're at that point where you just say, hey, I just want to get out. At least you, unless you, at least you, and like me too, when I was going to retire too, I was like, I could have stopped it, but I was, it was one of those things to where it's like a good thing going. I'm just not going to fuck with it now. And if you're going to get out and you're at that mindset to get out, then, then do the service a favor, do yourself a favor. Because what I don't like seeing is guys that are in just to be in because they're afraid of being out. Oh my God. And there's a shit ton of them inside. <laughs> they're, I'm like, well, why are you even fucking here? And they're why so are even, mean. And they're like, oh, they're it, just, just it, jaded, they're bro. so grumpy. And yeah, they're it's like, jaded it, and, oh. it's not that se- we're in Swick, man. It's not that serious. Like there's nothing <laughs> that we have to like get crazy about. It's we have a oh, set man. schedule in a classroom. Like, Right. Why are you being so mean? Like, calm down. It's not that. I mean, it's really not that serious. Right. Right. No. Some a lot of the stuff really wasn't that serious either. It's just yeah. a lot of people. I, I, I could totally tell. Out of, I mean, not to, not to. I'm not. I'm not bashing on people who are homeschooled, but there's. They, they oh, can totally tell that some people got, needed some social skills taught. Exactly. <laughs> but my, my, like I said, for me, when I see that stuff and I see veterans bashing on each other, I just like. I just kind of like ignore it i just kind of yeah. like so so we do so like if there's a project that i want to work with somebody or i'm interested in the, or they're interested with me if there's nothing wrong with we just pick up the phone shoot the shit talk about yep. stuff like that it's all good to go um and then that's it and if it doesn't go well i'm not going to sit there and, and bash another veteran group or veteran influencer because it didn't work out because that's just not good business anyway because at this point and we're civilians man we're we're you know at this point it's 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 to improve yeah. what we're doing and of course uh, if there's something else that we could do to benefit each other, then of course do it. Yeah, we had a, a uh, someone kind of like just was just just talking shit and just kept talking shit. We had we didn't even like it wasn't even we're like why are you doing this? We don't even care about like what you're doing. But instead of us like going back at him a negative, we just kind of posted, hey, we support veteran owned businesses. Check this this these guys just, out, you know. And that's what we did like to counteract. Like, okay, you want to talk? Okay, oh, this, remember, this is what we're going to do to you, you know? Yeah, so, I remember you talking about that, or I remember seeing you talking about. Yeah, that. It's just it's like what, what, why, man? Like, yeah, you're messing with the way I make my money now, right? You oh know, like oh, let's yeah. not let's <laughs> you're you're yeah. you're you're getting involved in my family, <laughs> how I feed my family that? and stuff. So let's not go there, please. Right, right. What was that? What time? Was that time we said this? Like, hey, bro. Once I'm out, man, these hands are free. Yeah, I, I, exactly. I got, I got, I got, I got money saved up for bail. So <laughs> let's go, buddy. The yeah, same, let's not. First, not going to stop us from scrapping. Yeah. <laughs> like, l- l- let's not like attack each other. Let's just. 
We're all veterans. Right. We've all we've all been through it. No matter if you were in Air Force, Army, Marine, Coast Guard, Navy, whatever, we've all dealt with dumb bullshit. Like we're mm-hmm. out now. Let's be let's right. be better. Let's let's right. be nicer. It costs nothing to be nice to people. <laughs> I just don't listen understand. To all, that. Listen, listen, listen to you sounding all like give me a platform, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh. man, you're so, you're so, you're so calm. You're so calm nowadays, bro. You it's just, just yeah, <laughs> I just don't, I don't let that stuff bother me anymore, but I, I let it bother me to a point to where I can, you know, I can vent and I can get it off my chest. Like in the army, you right, can't right, do that. Right. I can't go vent to, I couldn't go vent to my first round about the commander cause it's just not right. I can't, I have to, have to right. vent through like to my wife. I don't want to vent to her. I don't want to vent to my kids. I don't want to vent to my friends because they're not going to like some of my friends don't understand. So mm-hmm. I'd have to vent to, you know, my other detachment sergeants, the guys that really understood. So you had that trusted circle where you could vent and get it off, off your chest. But now it's like, I don't have to like, uh, hide what I, what I feel, you know, I can say what I want. And right, right. And in the end, I just don't, I'm not worried about what people think of me anymore. Like any, when you're an army, you kind of did because it was a, you had a reputation to uphold. Like you don't want to be a labeled that shit bag. So you walked the line, you did the right thing. And yeah, dude, you know, I mean, you, because they held it over your head, I, like yeah, the I, I main. Mean, so the main point when I went down range, every speech I got from you know sergeant majors or whatever was, all right, you're going down there, you're doing this, take your team, blah 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 blah. But one thing, don't mess up. Don't mess up down there. You can't mess up. I'm like, well, that's kind of a a hard standard to put on somebody where you have zero defaults. It's like I'm a human being, bro. I might right. mess up. I might say the wrong thing in a meeting. You know. I, but I'm not blatantly going down range and be like, fuck it. We're just, gonna, mm-hmm. you know, I, it's just like, but <laughs> you're, the mentality of a leadership shouldn't be, okay, don't mess up. What? Like, well, yeah, yeah. So you're expecting somebody to happen or something? Yeah. Like, what do you want from me? Like, what do you, were you there? Do you know something? I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, again, I don't want to, I don't really push um, my mentality because I've been called, I've been called, a raging liberal to an ultra conservative to, to a libertarian. And, and it's just like, I, I don't, you know, I, I don't subscribe to other people's bullshit, when yeah. it comes, especially when you've been doing our work, our work. For yeah. A while. I, just, yeah. You call bullshit out. That's what I do. Yeah. yeah it's just, yeah. You just say, hey, that's fucked up. Well, well, why are you saying that? Are you saying it because of this? No, I'm saying it because it's literally fucked up. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's pretty funny, but yeah, I, I don't, I'm not all, like I said, I'm not all about the veteran bashing stuff. It's it's we do work with other groups. Yeah, and it's fine. And and if we're cool, we're cool. And if nothing happens, then nothing happens. So it's not it's no harm to foul. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I think we said it all. Oh, I thought it was more shit. Okay, cool. Are you want you? I mean, is there anything else we got to go over? <laughs> I no, love this. I mean, this is great, dude. <laughs> well, so I mean, I don't get to talk much. I don't. I don't oh, talk, they keep you behind. Talk, they keep you I off the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just kidding, man. No, uh, it's, it was really great. Thank you guys for uh, having me on. Oh yeah, so, uh, anytime. This, this is my first. This uh, is my first interview interview outside of AUSA. Oh, thank you. So, yeah, I just cool. you know, I just feel like I I was I'm always on your page. I'm like, why why didn't I why aren't I reaching out to him? Let's get Ken on here and let's talk about this page. Like, let's get it. <laughs> you know, and then I looked at your thing. I was like, wow, we have over a million followers. This is amazing. This guy is crushing it. Well, him and the site is crushing it. But um, right, right. it's just, it's just cool to get you on here and like let people know like, Hey, this is, you know, 
a little, just a little peek behind the curtain. You know what I mean? Just to right. no, no, let no, people, no, like that, educate I mean, people on how it works and the inner, inner workings of it. So I think, I mean, it's, it's amazing. Like just well, like your staff. Well, the thing is, is that you're also, you're also getting what I, I don't sit there and do the, uh, I don't do a, let's talk about Ken session. Yeah. On you, so you're kind of like given a little bit of once, I mean, once this is all uploaded and everything, you're, you're pretty much going to give the, giving the audience a little bit more personal to me and what I've done. And, you know, and, and there probably might be some other stuff that might come up, but or oh, more yeah. questions will come out of it. But yeah, it, it's, 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 I looked at your stuff too. You guys are rocking it. Thank your survival you. training you. stuff, your, your, your trade craft survival stuff is awesome, bro. I, I, I follow your stuff too. Um, and, and as soon as, uh, as soon as I get this, as soon as we get all this stuff loaded up, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about it. And then, okay. um, uh, 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 I keep saying trade craft. It's field craft. Survival. Yeah. Field craft. Yeah. That's all good. Um, uh, I keep saying trade. I don't know why I keep saying trade craft. It's probably because we're brothers in the lodge or something like that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, you guys, you provide that, that mindset to everybody to make sure that, Hey, look, just because you're back at home, doesn't mean that mindset's not there. I mean, exactly. you have to have, you have to have that mind. I mean, you can't, you, you can't, and I, I'm pretty sure you probably have, I'm probably parroting or repeating probably something your guests have said before is that you have to, in your line of work and for what you guys do and what you guys are teaching, you have to just not be strapped to do something. You have to go through methodically in your mind what you're going to do yep. when you engage the threat should you be threatened. It's exactly. not just, I'm busting some caps and this, no, no, no. What What are you going to do from the moment you place that hand yep. on that pistol grip? Because as soon as you take it out of your holster, that's it. It's game on. That's it. It, it, it's game on. Exactly that. You better game know the law. The you better know your concealed yep. carry law because just because yep. you can pull your gun out and shoot somebody doesn't mean it's a, a, a you're free and clear, you know? Right, right. Exactly. There's, there's some authorities. Wait, yeah. Authorities, oh, right? Laws. <laughs> laws. Yeah, exactly. So you guys, so you guys are field craft. I, I love what you guys are doing too. You guys are, uh, you know, getting it out there and getting, getting everybody more of the, you know, not your guy. And that's something that you guys don't do it. How do I say this? Um, you guys don't, you're not doing it like a bunch of pricks telling people no, how to do something. No, you, you just, you're laid back. We just want to educate. You're, you're, that's all. We just right. want to educate it's, and get that information bingo. out there. That's it. Bingo. Bingo! Yep. That's exactly what it is. Get the get it out there. Get the information. Show some show some of the tricks of the trade. Yep. And then you know, so that way you can you can win the day for your next event. That's, oh, what, yeah. that's what it's all about. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right, man. Well, thank you for coming on, and uh, and then I'll let you know when we drop this, and then we'll go from there. But I appreciate you coming on, man. Thank you so much. All right, man. You guys have a good. One. All right. Take care, man. All right. All right bye. Later.